Alright, hunters. Uh, do you remember exactly where we left off last time? Not really. <laughs> um, I have in my notes that we made it back to, the, to a hospital. I'm not sure if we actually did, or if we were just planning to go. No, uh, I believe uh, you were being treated for your uh, wounds. Um, and that's where we left off. So yeah, you have you have been touched up, and so um, did we already fill up the wounds, or no? No. Um. So I'm gonna say, man, Pig was really beat up though. Yeah. So, yeah, Doctor Smith, you are definitely now stable, and I'd say. Paxton has three damage, so I think we'll heal three damage from the both of you. Right. Still puts Dr. Smith in a little hurt, but he should be able to stand. Uh, it's mostly like, uh, it's a lot of flesh wounds and stuff, but you, you got pretty poorly scraped up, so you were like, you're on like an IV drip and you were low on, you know, like fluids and plasma and stuff. So it was like, uh... Well, flesh wounds wasn't uh, Dr. Smith like lifted he yeah. was also lifted in the air, and he was like tackled into a wall, basically by a by a bird. With that kind of hurt too, um, but yeah, it was mostly like you guys just got cut up. Uh, some of it's like superficial; a lot of it is. But you guys also got just like really hurt. So, at least no poison. Yeah, no sort of poison or anything like that. Uh, but then our bird friend also managed to escape uh, from your clutches. Honestly, it was bad shape for the both of you. So, or all three, I guess, is the slightly better way to say that. I call it the plot armor. <laughs> A little bit. Alright, so... Uh, in that case, so you guys were in... Uh, so you guys were at the hospital after your last encounter with the, the raven, uh, and it didn't go well for pretty much any of you. Uh, uh, but uh, upon your retreat, you managed to secure a couple of the dead crows uh, for your personal testing. Um, but uh, Clay's condition was so bad that you ha did have to immediately divert to a hospital. And I believe while you're there and while um, a couple hours probably ended up passing, uh, probably like two or maybe even three. Um, while uh, Dr. Smith was getting treated, uh, Paxton, you uh, did run into... Uh, did you... I can't even remember. Did you call uh, Hopkins or did you, he show up? Mm, didn't we visit him? He would have visited you, rather, I think. You, you did earlier, but... Yeah, you mean like in the hospital? Yeah, in the hospital. I guess you'll probably get there. Yeah, I'm just gonna say he turned up because he's a cool friend. Yep. And he likes you guys, so. Uh. But yeah, you guys should be in much better shape now. Uh, 
the only reason the bird escaped was because we took the long way around killing everything except the bird first. Yeah, that might have been part of it. Alright, and so, uh, upon request, uh, you were talking with Hopkins, uh, and you were, I believe it came up, uh, where you were asking him about any other sort of details about, like, uh, like, high-density bird populations for, like, crows and ravens and stuff in the area. And the other, uh, place he suggested, um, was, uh, the Greenwood here, which had had, a like a West Nile virus incident a couple, like two or so years back where they had found a pretty significant uh, crow population uh, was dead from the virus. And so that's about your uh, only lead to go off of right now. So how much time has passed actually? We'll say three hours. Probably like mid-afternoon, I think, because you guys headed out fairly early. Uh, so, yeah, it's probably like 2 or 3 o'clock. I'd say, th let's just say 3 o'clock, for simplicity's sake. Oh, that's good. I thought you were going to be staying longer for Kick to Heal. No, like, it's... No, he was in bad shape, but it's not nothing that couldn't be fixed in like a couple hours either. Um, and so he finally has uh, permission from his doctors uh, to be dismissed. Uh, you guys are like covered in like scratch wounds and stuff too. There's like a lot of just a lot of superficial marks of having been like raked by claws and pecked by beaks all day. <laughs> um, Alright, so what do we need to do, huh? Uh, should we, like, buy some soakers or something? But it's is it still raining? Uh, it is uh, at the moment, uh, but it's not raining terribly heavily. It's not spitting mm. either, but it's not, like, it's not, like, it's not very heavy. Actually, I wonder, maybe we should just take the, take the, what's it called, like the anti-fire sprays. Fire extinguisher? Yeah, fire extinguishers, but not the, not the foam based, but the water based. There a distinction? Well, one should not be used with, against electricity, that's what I know, but like. Uh... Well, there's the water, foam, powder, CO2, and wet chemicals. We could take like a water one to spray on the bird. Sounds good. I don't know if there's any places in town that might be able to supply us, but sure. We can just take the one from hospital. <laughs> if they have one on the wall. Right, no, you're definitely not taking one from the hospital. 
<laughs> Wouldn't I have one in my in my truck? You know, just for in my RV, just for the general. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't even believe this is like the first time that you've rigged up a a fire hydrant for, or an extinguisher for something like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. I still have my shotgun, right? That's like the good thing, though, against it. Sure. Hmm. Maybe Kick should take one too. I'm not sure if he's uh, if Doctor Smith is capable of uh, shooting something so powerful. Yeah, it'd probably break every bone in my body. That's why. <laughs> Anyway, so what was the name of the place? Uh, the Greenwood. Uh, let's hear. Didn't we hear last time that there was a cave in, in those premises? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a small wooded area, but there's like a sort of raised uh, cliffside that has like a small cave entrance in there. Yeah. And can we actually find it? Like, uh, or do we need like somebody to show it up, show it to us? No, um, Hopkins gave you the address, so... The cave has address? <laughs> yeah, like a oh, GPS okay. coordinates. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, it, it's, it's sort of like a small sort of like, uh... You know, it'd be like looking up a nature trail or something. Like, it doesn't have, like, a mailbox, but, like, you can find it if you look, Google it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alright, well then... Uh, let's go. All right. Um, I guess I should. Uh, once we're back in the RV, I should try to prep another one of those uh, um, barriers. Yeah. Well, roll, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Roll me. Use magic. Okay. Um, plus weird. I'll get the plus one forward due to mystical library. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Eleven. All right. Uh, Magic works without issues. Use your effect. Yeah, I'm looking up the moves right now, just in case. Oh, this one. Okay. Okay, yeah, choose your effect. Alright, um, trap a specific monster. Alright, cool. Yeah, you have another one of those talismans. Oh, yeah. If you remember, uh, last time, it's just, it's basically like a, a sort of rubbed paper with maybe some sort of, like, potpourri that like some sage or something like that uh with a magic circle drawn on it and then you ignite it in order to use it since the last one was fairly effective uh you think like there's no sense in changing the methodology on this one uh but yeah you you do have like a slip of paper that you have to ignite in order to activate it man next time just uh Make it on a cellulose paper so it burns easier. 
There's only so much we can do inside this RV. Gotta use what we have. Alright. So, we and then you got your, your. You said you got your fire extinguisher too? Yep. Alright. And it's surprisingly water based as opposed to foam based? <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have to find a different one or maybe like re-engineer it into being water-based? No, you can't. It's either that or that, so... All right, fine. Either we have that or we don't. Do you want to roll something up, or...? I mean... Nah, it's alright. I'll give it to you. It's fine. I mean, should kick... roll for prepare preparedness. No, because that's not necessarily unusual or rare. Uh, mm -hmm. The fact that he just has a workshop as part of his uh, haven, I think, was good enough. Sweet. So I'll just give it to you. That's probably not a very hard uh, adaptation to make on something like that. Also, I think it might be actually... Uh, something you want in a car. Alright, so you have an extinguisher and you have a talisman. Is there any other prep work you're interested in doing? Well, we still have the gas mask, right? Yeah, you do. I wonder if it's necessary, but I mean, there's the poison thing. They are, like, largely in, uh, intact and usable, too, so you shouldn't have, to, like, issue with them or anything like that. Yeah, I think that happened with the kid. It seems like it was injected with something rather than having a poison gas be in effect. Maybe. I mean... Does, does it matter if we have it or not, then we should have it. If it makes no difference, like in... Yeah, I suppose. I mean, if you want to test it, I can have any drone and then we test who dies. <laughs> I'll be the control group. <laughs> I have my shotgun, right? So you do. Actually, now that we are in the cave, we go into the cave. The worm might not be able to get in through the rocks. Hopefully. Anyway, so nothing else from. All right, so the prep's all done, and you're just gonna head over to the scene. Yep. All right. Cool. Sounds like a plan. So, like I said, uh, you guys are in that hospital that's out of town. Uh, in order to get southbound, probably only be about like 20 or so minutes, I'd say. It's not a very long trip. Uh, um, and then, uh, so you guys hop into, uh, so you guys hop in your RV and you, you make the trip down south. Um, 
you know, Clay's look better. He just doesn't have the same energy that he usually does. Uh, so he doesn't have any. <laughs> but you know, it's, energy then. it doesn't sound. It doesn't seem like <laughs> it would like necessarily affect him uh, too poorly. It's just you know he's had a very rough day. Uh, about halfway down, uh, you get a call on your uh, your work line from uh, Kate. Uh, well, I pick it up. Paxton, how are we doing today? Oh, I guess good. We're about to go hunt another familiar. Uh, Just on the way to the site. Sounds promising. I was interested in a progress report. Uh, we already we already met the familiar before, but he got away. So hopefully this time it's for the its final confrontation with with it. It's hard to fight the flying stuff, you know. Uh, we got a flyer. Yep, it's a big bird, but also a small bird, so shape shifting too. Mm. Uh, those oh. kinds of things can be a trial for sure. Hopefully, this time it's gonna be over because we we managed to hurt it pretty bad. So hopefully, it's just trying to lick its wounds and we can surprise it again. And since you're heading towards it, I imagine you have a lead. Yep. It was going uh, uh, south uh, west, and there's a cave that's significant to births there, so hopefully it's there. Alright. Uh, sounds promising. Uh, do you guys have any leads on uh, the witch's identity yet? So far, no, but that's because the witch is very crafty by destroying all the evidence. Uh, it's like the last time with the salamander, it managed to destroy it completely. But hopefully this time it won't be an issue because we're inside, so... Inside the cave, so hopefully it will be much more smooth. Alright, I'm hoping for good news. Uh, I did just get reports of uh, the two suspicious deaths in the area, and uh, we definitely want to try to keep these totals to a minimum. We don't want to draw attention to this nationally. Obviously. Yeah. The last thing I need is another Las Vegas case. Oh, you guys are still not done yet? No. Uh, it's actually... It's it's spiraling out of control a little bit. Oh yeah, I know at least one guy who's gonna be happy about that. I don't think anyone <laughs> should be happy about that, but I'll Uh you cut out? Did you say anything? No, I just said I don't know anyone who should be happy about that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I heard that but then was like a Silence, so I was like, did you... No, no, that was the end of the thought. <laughs> Alright, so... Alright, uh, well, just keep me informed. Uh, let me know when the thing is dead. Of course. Uh, and any progress you make on the front of discovering the witch's identity. We... If if we manage to recover the body, we will need uh, some, uh, someone to check it out, because... Uh, 
we probably can just bring it to the local medical office. So, uh, I mean, uh, out of the character, uh, I should be able to call like in for the checkup, right? From the agency, maybe like a some mobile lab or something. Um. I think I think tool wise, I think um, it's very possible that Clay would already have most of what you need. It's not like they'd be especially prepared for it, which is either because of how rare they are. Um, so I feel like uh, Clay probably knows as much of the theory as anyone else would. You don't necessarily need any outside help. All right. Okay then. Well, never mind then. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. If you're looking for something like hyper specific, I could probably extend you help with that when we get there. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's the expert, so he's the expert. You know what I mean? Like his archetype is his his defining uh, <laughs> trait here. So like he is definitely sort of there's like things on like you know history or stuff like that that you know he wouldn't know but when it comes to like the actual cryptozoological Some. element of of witch finding i think he's your best authority some expert huh when he spelled broga last time i mean he's not necessarily a magician himself you know he's not a warlock but like you know he knows he knows the ideas and the theories uh, you know, it's magic and mana is like a very fickle energy too. If you're not like specifically honed for that, like it, it's it's something that's just hyper. It's like very volatile. It can it, it can get out of your hands pretty fast. Whatever. Yeah. Well, says the layman. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm the one to clean up magic shit. All right. Well, so so uh, Kate gets back to you real fast. She's like, "Well, just let me know uh, as soon as this thing is is beat. I I'm hoping for a speedier turnaround uh, on this. I really can't afford to keep you uh, in Boston for too much longer. This, uh, you know." The Vegas thing is going sideways, and I might need as much help as I can get. Sure thing, boss. Alright. And she just wishes you the best of luck. And she hangs up. Okay. So we just continue. Alright. How close can we get with the RV to the cave? That's the question. Alright, so the Greenwood is... um, is is basically a shorthand name for just the the Greenwood uh, parking caves, uh, or I guess the the it would be the Greenwood Conservatory and Cavern, uh, would be like the official title for it. Um, so there's a there are like some uh, sort of wider parking space areas on like a sort of like. Almost like you're pulling on like a gravel, so it's like all like rocks and stuff rather than like completely paved. Uh, but it's you can definitely see that it's been sort of uh, carved out of this area, so people can like explore a little bit on foot 
Um, there's a what you're immediately met with is you know some trees and stuff like that. Um, oh, uh, before I forget, uh, uh, I, we should call Hopkins and tell him, to, you know, uh, let uh, you know Park Service to stay away from here for now. Um, okay, sure. Uh, so he he'll tell you. Uh, he'll try to follow up on that then. Um, uh, so then, <laughs> sorry, that was uh, distracting me for a little bit. So, uh, like I said, um, you're immediately met with like uh, sort of tree lines or whatever, but you can see like two or three distinct paths that sort of two of them sort of like loop around the space and one of them sort of heads like straight in uh and you can see sort of the the earth sorts of like, just like rises up almost sort of abruptly uh in the distance maybe like a couple hundred some several hundred feet out uh into like a small sort of cliffside doesn't seem like it's very you know steeper like dangerous or whatever but there's this sort of you can even see it through the tree line because it's not super dense um there's even a couple like signposts like pointing out like that there's like a small cavernous area to explore uh sort of like in the center of this uh, greenwood space um uh do you uh step outside of the car have you stepped outside yet or are you just sort of sitting in the RV at the moment? I guess we pack our things and step out. Alright, uh, when you step out, you can you do see uh, a singular sort of crow, like, flying about overhead. Oh no. Doesn't seem to be doing, doesn't seem to be doing much of anything at the moment. It might not have noticed you or is necessarily paying a great deal of attention. Uh, it's hovering more over towards the um, the cavernous entrance too, but it's about like halfway between uh, you and um, that cliffside where the cave would be. Should have gotten a bow to have like a sniping, <laughs> quiet sniping. Hmm. So, um, like I said, there's a path straight towards the cave and there's two that sort of like wrap around and maybe even uh make it to the other end of this cliffside because it's like it's very sudden like raise up from the earth so it's not like a wide expanse of wall or anything like that um it's maybe only um probably not even like a full mile wide and it sort of like gradually builds up into like oh, this weird hanging peak where like a cave sort of forms and it's uh reports from hopkins uh mentioned that like it's a cave but it's not it's barely a cave it, it's not necessarily uh incredibly deep or anything like that it's just this weird interesting earth formation so i'll do the really bad situation then all right um uh you roll a plus cool Thirteen, very nice. Fantastic. All right. So I have hold three, huh? Yes. All right. So, what's my best way in? 
Um, so honestly, the only real way to get to the entrance of this cave, if this is where we believe um, our raven familiar is hanging out, would be straight through. The way that the other paths work is that they basically wrap around to the other side of the cliff, but then you're above the cave entrance rather than near it. There is maybe a route, a semi-circuitous route, where instead of walking the path itself, you sort of take like the inside, like if you imagine between like the left or the rightmost path and the center, like a f another curve that would carve through between the middle of it. So you'd arrive at the cliff face rather than the, the top cliff top and walk along that. You might be able to move in, but you feel like this. there's like a small clearing in front of the cave entrance anyway. You can see like signposts and even maybe a couple like benches that like people could sit down and stuff. So although the immediate area between the two, between your the parking lot and the um, the cave, there's some tree cover. Um, by the cave entrance, it's largely clear anyway. You could maybe do like a sort of securitist route where you you approach from the side rather than directly in front, but it doesn't seem necessarily any more advantageous because of the way this clearing works. Like you're gonna get found either way if somebody's looking for you. All right. Uh, but yeah, going all the way around and from the top of the cliff just seems too impractical. Alright, so, uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, you hear additional calling, uh, but you can't see exactly where it's from. Uh, maybe, you hear maybe three or four more cries, uh, as if they're calling off in, like, a harmony, just, like, almost as if they're radioing each other or something like that, where they sentinels in front of, like, a base, you know, like, checking in each other. You, you occasionally, you just hear some calls, and they all come in slightly different directions. But they are all largely still predominantly focused on the entrance of this cave. Uh, and then you only see the one uh, lookout overhead. Uh, and it doesn't... He doesn't seem to be unstable in the rain or anything like that. And it's picked up a little bit since you got here too. Uh, so it's, it's, it's raining decently hard enough again. Um... Not t not in a way that it's burdening anyone, but it's still like the the drops are a little heavier than they were uh, before. So the sentinel above you seems to be flying pretty stable despite that. So your presumption is that he, that one's certainly not your raven familiar that you're looking for, but you haven't spotted him yet either. Uh, Doctor Smith, how does your spell work? Does it work uh, outside? Uh, most likely not. Okay. We'll probably have to, we'll probably only be able to use it once we're inside the cave. Or if All I... Right. I mean, just in case the bird flies out. Right, of course. I probably should have... See if I could do some variant where I could just, like, attach tags to the entrance of the cave or something. Um, you get the impression that if you were to light it at the, at the entrance of the cave, you could, like, basically block off the whole cave. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but you still have to get fairly close enough to the entrance to do that. Right. No, I was more like worried, like if we discovered that it will fly, you know, outside and just try to escape or something. All right. I still have one hole, but I'm not sure to what to use it on, though. 
because there's nothing here yet. So I'll just keep it for now. Okay. okay. Alright, so well, we go straight there. Alright, we'll say you're slightly off path so you can utilize the tree cover uh, a little better. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's only like a little extra cover. Um, the crow is obviously flying above the trees, though, so the, the canopy that sort of forms is definitely shielding you from sight a little bit. Um, uh, by the way, I give the I give the fire extinguisher to Doctor Smith. All right, and you're following behind uh, Paxton, I'd presume. Yep. All right, sounds good. So I have my shotgun in my hands. All right, we'll say you're about at that midpoint. Uh, basically right below this uh, crow sentry that's flying about. Uh, what do you guys want to do with this? Um, well, has it, has it noticed us? Or? No, but you can tell if uh, if you proceed, the trees will start to thin and you'll get to that the sort of clearing in front of the cave entrance. Uh, so you feel like it's kind of inevitable that you'd get spotted if you continued. How far are we from the cave entrance, though? Uh, we'll say about... I'll say about 300 feet. Well, is that like 60 meters or something? Yeah, we'll say that. Alright. Well, hmm. Well, we could like uh, go where the as far as we can till the bird sees us, and then just like run towards the cave, maybe. Mm -hmm. Sure. How confident in you, or how confident are you in your speed? Because maybe can I can get you to run in first and then ignite the talisman, the trap, get inside. Depends. Uh... Depends how much. Uh, I don't know how would you decide that though. Depends on how much gear I have. Like, uh, shotgun is pretty heavy, but I'm not sure. I mean, technically, I would be definitely faster than Smith, right? Ah, uh, yeah, especially right now because he's he's still like he's healthy, but he's hurting. You know what I mean? Like, he still aches a bit. So he's yeah, not going to be the quickest. Yeah, uh, act under pressure rule too. For sure. Hmm. Well, can't I like the spell? Yeah, it's yeah. it's prepared in a way that you don't you only have to ignite it. So. All right. Hmm. Act under pressure is. Uh... Plus cool. Yeah, so that's my thing. Alright. Alright, uh, so let's do this like this. I give shotgun to Dr. Smith just to hold it. Okay. So I get the maximum possible speed. And then we both run towards the cave. And I'll take the spell. And if the bird is inside, then I will light it. Okay. I mean, it's raining pretty hard out here, so, uh, 
Yes. Well, inside the cave, it should be uh, should be pretty. There shouldn't be anything. I mean, it shouldn't be raining in the cave, right? Correct. So it'd probably be like the best place for it to get out of the rain. Yep. But we have the fire extinguisher to bring the rain to it, so. Sure. Oh. Yeah. All right. So that's the plan. So. All right, and so you're you're gonna blitz past uh, the sentry you see above you, right? Yeah, like once it's it's gonna look like it's almost able to see us. That's when we just, you know, spring run. in action. Yep. All right. Um, roll me act under pressure, uh, which is plus cool, and, uh, and I think you get a plus. Right? I think you get Four. a plus one as well. All right. From uh, oh, your read a bad situation info. Uh, both of us are Paxton. Really? Do I roll two? Um. Yes. Okay. Uh, you won't get his plus one, and then, but right. you, you're still running a rolling cool. Twelve. All right. Fantastic. Also, uh, wouldn't the fact that I gave the kick everything to uh, give him a, you know, so he could help me actually? <laughs> you know, roll help out to get plus one? Um, alright, we'll just call this a, a help out roll, because that's also a plus cool then. Alright. Alright. Uh, but that means you're still at the tree line. Unless you want to roll again just for the help out. Um, sure. It's only a couple hundred feet sprint. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's just plus one to get to the ten, you know? Alright, I'll roll. Five. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> Oof. Actually, actually, it might be good, because he now, he now gets the bad effect from the... I have a... I should be clear to light the spell and stop Bird from leaving <laughs> without a hitch. Okay, here's here's how this is going to play out. So, Paxton, you take off like a bolt of lightning from the tree line, and uh, maybe you're about uh, maybe a full second out of. Uh, the visibility protection that you had from the tree can canopy that you hear the sentinel above uh, squ squ you squeak you know it cries out uh, uh -huh. and then immediately there's uh, uh, four more cause um, basically from the direction that you're uh, heading towards including one rather much more deeper uh call and so peering into like the the sort of the blackness of the cave uh you see uh three more uh standard size crows just sort of uh fly out from from the depths there uh -huh. 
Uh, and they're barreling basically towards you, uh, only maybe like a slightly above your height, almost as if they're like gunning straight for you. Uh, you manage uh, to get about, we'll say, you're only maybe 50 feet or so away from the entrance of this cave, because this all happens very fast. But you're uh -huh. you're sprinting like a madman. Uh -huh. uh, two of the birds that are coming out of the cave are sort of barreling straight at you. Um, but two of the birds, uh, one the one bird that's coming out of the cave, and then the sentry that was flying above, is starting to. The 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 bird from the cave is looks like it's going to barrel past you, like it's flying a little higher than the others, and mm -hmm. it's looking sort of behind you. And the sentry is starting a dive, basically to where you stepped out, uh, clearly targeting Clay. Um. So. In this, clay so in this position, um. There's a. Do you have any other like weaponry on you? I might have the side piece, I guess. Okay, I'd say you probably do. All right. Uh, so I'll I'll give you this. You could probably take the pot shot that you need on the bird barreling out of the cave uh, that's <laughs> flying past you, in order to veil clay out a little bit. Uh. But that will probably delay you enough that the other two birds are on top of you. Or you could ignite the thing now and then take the shot after, but the bird will probably be well past you at that point. Yeah, so but the uh, hmm. So well, you can I, basically I you can bail the the two offers here is uh you can bail out clay a little bit, taking out mm -hmm. half of the threat that's coming his way. Or you can just light that paper now and then deal with it after the fact. But I haven't seen the uh, the target yet, have I? At the entrance of the cave, because you're, you're only 50 feet out, um, uh -huh. you see, we'll say you see movement in the back of the cave, but it's deep enough and dark enough that you can't no. make it out. But you see something move back there, and it, it's 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 not like small. It's decently sized, maybe almost like human in shape, like or like size and stature. Uh, I still have one hope from the read a bad situation, right? Yeah, you can spend it now if you want. Alright, so I'm gonna use what's the most vulnerable to me. Even though the answer is my cat, but still. The most vulnerable to you? Uh huh. Um, okay. Uh. 
This is actually fairly tough. <laughs> So clearly, the uh, the crow barreling out of the cave uh, towards Clay is almost willfully ignoring you. Um, so it it's basically going to have its back to you in like a split second. It's very clearly sort of left itself open to do a very specific task here. You could very easily and cleanly pick it off. You know, you could do the shot uh, sleeping, basically. You know, it's the thing put its back to you. You can take care of it in like an instant. You're very comfortable with your sidearm. Uh, it shouldn't be a thing. The, the two birds barreling at you will be on top of you, though. Um, if you get a clean enough shot, you might be able to take out the two, even the sentry above Clay, since you'll be aiming in that general direction. Mm -hmm. That thing in the moving in the back of the cave, though, if that's if that's our Raven familiar, which you suspect it could be, uh, mm -hmm. considering the size of the movement that you saw in there. Mm -hmm. You know, locking it in here when it's in as bad a shape uh, as it is seems like a very prime opportunity for you you i mean you think you could be in a position to to end this if you can seal it in this cave there's not a lot like i said it's not very deep and it's not very wide it's very it's it's small for what we we'd consider a standard frick cave so you would basically be pinning it in and even if it did break out somehow it's raining hard enough that you might be able to clip it on the way out too so it's definitely vulnerable but probably the most vulnerable is the crow that's about to be showing its back to you that's the thing though hmm. I have yeah, a pretty bad so. feeling about this uh, crow <laughs> you described so I gotta be the big damn hero so I'm gonna protect clay oh really yep Alright, so you're gonna take out the the one. Yep. Alright, roll me kicks mass. Shouldn't it be to protect someone? Because I'm not being targeted by the bird. No, nah, we're doing kick some ass. Alright. I mean um, it's the same roll. Yeah, you're trying to you're like aiming to kill this thing. So yeah, roll kick some ass instead. Do you get any pluses or something? Uh, you get the plus one from the your read a bad situation uh, info. Uh, Fifteen double sixes. Really take it. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so uh, on a roll of ten plus, choose an extra effect. Hmm. You get a couple. Yeah, I know. Well, the thing is... Uh, I'm going to give Clay plus one forward. Okay. Alright. You, you make the maneuver. Um, 
you snap backwards. You see the thing as it passes you, and you just pluck it clean out of the sky with a single shot. And like it took no effort at all, almost. Just how fast you pulled that off. Um, the thing drops and skids on the ground, just a couple feet away from you. Uh, clearly dead and unmoving. Um, having heard, you know, having heard the shot, you know. Uh, Clay, you know, is clearly sees exactly what's folding, and he even sees you sort of look up at the sentry that's diving in on him. So he's fully aware of the position where he's at right now as well. Uh, he's basically following your eye line. Uh, so he sees the one that's diving in uh, above him. But you do get uh, tackled, basically, uh, by the two running in uh, behind you. And so they're sort of grappling with you uh, at the moment, like a swarm. Um, mm. We'll say take one harm, uh, but like you're you're engaged, so you won't be able to uh, light this talisman at the moment. Okay. Uh, but you have armor, so you're not going to take any actual damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you're you're. You're in a grapple with uh, two other crows at the moment. Uh, Clay, like I said, you, you're following Paxton's eyeline before he got mm -hmm. basically tackled by these two other crows. And so the sentry crow that you've been eyeing basically this whole approach, uh, you can see is clearly diving square at you. Uh, what do you want to do? The sentry's diving at me? Yeah. Okay. You have the shotgun, so... You do have a shotgun. Alright, um, guess I'll kick some ass with that one. Alright, roll plus stuff. And plus one. He gets a plus mm -hmm. one for what? Um, for, well, for uh, my kick ass. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. He does get a plus one. That's sorry. Alright, tough. And plus one. Six. Alright, so you haven't really used a shotgun before. Uh, you're not super familiar with it. So as you're preparing to aim it, the thing managed to basically uh, crash into you and starts like clawing and pecking. Uh, so you're going to take one harm uh, from that. Uh, and you're sort of engaged with this bird as well. Alright. Uh I think I have you at three harm right now, right? Correct. All right, cool. I just want to make sure I'm following it. Uh, doesn't he have like, uh, armor or something? Hmm? Or not, uh, no, I don't I, think he took uh, it. And I don't think I got anything from you either. You need some armor, man. <laughs> um, I Paxton, you are engaged with these two crows, and uh, because. Because they came from behind, you managed to turn around and sort of meet them a little bit. Uh, so you're, like, tussling with them. Um, but that enables you... You're basically facing back at the, the cave entrance again. And uh, you can see uh, the stirring of that, that figure moving in the back. It seems... Uh, they step out enough that you can see, like, the, the glowing red haze in their eyes 
that you're familiar with the last time you engaged with your crow familiar <laughs> enemy. It's definitely him, and he's a he's currently basically standing at the size of a adult man, uh, and is beginning to spread his wings. So is he going like outside of the cave? He's working the towards cave. it. Yes. He can't really take flight very well in that size in that cave, but um, uh, so he's kind of like doing like you know the pretty uh, prototypical uh, bird hopping movement. Um, but yeah, he's he's making his way up. Would be your guess. All right. So what if I ignore the crows around me and just uh, go for the lightning, the spell? Sure. Uh, act under pressure. Plus cool. Yeah. No bonuses this time. Um. I. Th Do you get one from uh taking harm, right? I don't know if it counts if I use armor though. Okay, well, alright, then probably let me, not. Let me check though. No, you have to suffer harm, so. You have to suffer yeah. actual harm? Yep. Okay, uh, in that case, I don't think so. Not that I needed it. Nice. Alright. So, okay, so we'll say in, in basically a big sweeping arm movement, you manage to push the two curves off of you for just long enough that uh, you basically you basically ball up the talisman, light it up, and then manage to toss it right at the uh, entrance of the cave. It basically mm -hmm. lands maybe a, f a couple feet off from the entrance, and you can see the smoke. Uh, coming off of it. It's still lit even in the rain. Um, and, you know, you, you see the fluttering of wings um, from inside the cave. You see the crow sort of like batting at it as if trying to blow it away, and it doesn't seem to be working. But he doesn't approach it. Uh, he doesn't approach it any closer. You think he might be stuck. Alright. Um, so. But you're going to take. Uh, the crows are going to uh, make it the move to sort of grapple you again, and this time I think uh, they're going to actually dig into you. So I'm going to say that they'll they sort of get at you uh, at the side of your face here, so you're not really necessarily protected. I'll we'll say one harm, ignore armor. All right. I'd rather take plus one to rolls. Yeah, well, you you left yourself vulnerable with this maneuver, so you do get what you uh, set out to do, but it's going to cost you because you're ignoring uh, an engaged combatant. I yell at Clay, come get here. I got it trapped. Alright, Clay, you're currently engaged with uh, <laughs> one of these crows, uh, and he's sort of bowled you over a little bit. Let's say maybe it's, you landed square backwards on your ass. Uh, what is your move? Mm. Under pressure. 
Um. Let's see here. I'm not sure if I should kick the ass of the one that I'm dealing with right now. Or if I should just try to rush in next to you. Well, it'll be the bad situation then. Can I do that? We're already in a bad situation. Well, that's why you read it. You can't read the bad. You can't read a bad situation in a book. Yeah, but like, are any of these questions applicable to what we're doing right now, though? Uh, depends. Well, I mean, you can see just what's my best way in to see, like, if you have to fight the crow or, you know, ignore it or something. Yeah, alright. I'll just roll read a bad situation for now then. Alright, let's push it. Eight. Four, one. Guess what's my best way in? Alright, um, we'll say, basically, as a sort of, um, a non-harm move, you could probably shake the crow off, uh, just basically swinging the butt of the shotgun at it enough to that, uh, you can approach where Paxson's at, mm-hmm. but, uh, that won't be terribly hard, I don't think, uh, but... That does mean that you're getting tangled in with uh, the two crows he's currently dealing with, and then you're probably bringing the sentry with you. So, you know, you're all consolidating your forces at that point. But you can do it. Yeah, but, I mean, like, we should get, like, the main mob preyed on and then killed, and that will probably kill the sentries too, or at least not kill, but... Break the control. Yeah, so... Maybe maybe even just water will do it, you know, because it seems pretty vulnerable, so it might break the concentration controlling the crows, too. Yeah, at the very least, I can get you your shotgun back. Yeah. At least someone can use it. <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll do that. Um, shall I roll act under pressure for that, then? Uh... Yeah, probably. You get plus one, though. Okay. Here. Here comes one. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, you should get an XP, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Two. Two of them? Okay. Yeah, you failed twice already. <laughs> Seven. Well, at least something. Price to pay, you have to pay the ten dollars for this. (laughs) 
Oh, by the way, uh, since these thinking, uh, Kate, do you have Among Us? Uh, oh, I have that? it, but it's not really my style. Where's that from? Hard choice or price to pay? Oh, you don't like the Mafia? Not really. Oh. We had fun with the uh, yesterday. Alright, um, you managed to shake off the, the crow that's currently engaged with you, uh, and you're sprinting your way over to where Paxton is at. Um, but I guess maybe sort of sensing a degree of uh, vulnerability, uh, the crows that are currently engaged with him actually turn their attention towards you as you approach, and then oh, no. the one that you shook off is also barreling in behind you. And so you are maybe like a split second away from getting uh, ambushed or uh, pounced on by all three of these uh, crow sentries. Uh, Paxton, what do you do? Well, I lighted the thing, right? Yeah, that's lit. It is absolutely lit. Uh, but uh, Clay is basically within arm's reach of you, but uh, it seems like everyone's turned his attention towards him. Do I have my shotgun? Uh, you can take it, yes. Well, that's the first thing I do. Okay, and? And then I shoot the birds attacking uh, Clay. Alright, roll me kick some ass. You only get the plus one from the damage modifier, right? Ooh, finally a fail. Even after all that? Yep. Oh, after all that, this is plus three, so... Plus three roll. <laughs> Kick probably, uh, you know, jammed my shotgun or something. Alright, um, so what does end up happening is, uh, unfortunately, uh, the handoff, uh, it does end up a little botched, um, and Clay almost basically sort of crashes into you a little bit unintentionally. Maybe you might have even pulled it from his hand a little too tough. Uh, and so you actually kind of, like, crash into each other a little bit. Um, Clay probably even gets knocked back because, you know, you're the heavier man. You're probably not going to budge as much. Uh, but then uh, the crows come uh, down on top of you, like, perfectly uh, and start pecking at you. So I'm going to give both of you uh, w one harm. Unstable. Alright. Uh, oh. And then, let me see what else I have here. 
Um, and then from behind, since uh, Clay was approaching from the tree line, um, and you turned to him in order to retrieve uh, your shotgun, uh, from behind, all of a sudden, uh, clearly from the direction of the cave, but you don't get to see any of it, how it happens, this massive sort of gust of wind uh, slams you in the back, uh, since you're still the one that's standing, uh, basically pulls you over um, Clay, and you sort of do like a flip in the air, several feet up, by the way, too, while this happens, uh, and you come crashing to the ground on your back, um, Paxton. So you're going to take one harm, ignore armor, and uh, you're also uh, winded. <laughs> Not that that matters too much, but uh, you just got the, the wind knocked out of you. Alright. Uh, so you're both on the ground, and these uh, crows are coming at you. Um, you did, uh, Clay, taking a look at where the talisman is at, that sort of gust of wind that bowled Paxton over does seem to have shifted the talisman uh, away from the entrance of the cave somewhat. But uh, the crow still, the raven inside is still not making uh, any moves to leave just yet. Alright. You should just use the fire extinguisher on both uh, crow crows and the uh, raven inside. Am I close enough for Or are you saying I should run in and then kick its ass like that? I mean, you should be close enough. I mean, it's a... Oh, I don't know how strong the fire extinguisher is, though. Uh, probably not that strong. I mean, it's fairly... Like yeah, probably just personal use. I'd say, like, maybe 15 tops. We'll say you're probably about double that from the entrance. No, oh, I don't know then. Or you can take up your knife and just cut the bitch. <laughs> mm. You have double the knives, so you can just cut them both. <laughs> Is that how it works? Sure, why not? If you're all well enough. Uh, Paxton, did you get the experience for that fail? Yep. Alright, cool. <clears throat> Alright, so what do you think? Just go for the boss still? Well, it's a gamble. Like, I mean, whether if, if the water works and breaks the control, that could be beneficial. But if it just works and doesn't break the... the Control then. I don't know. Alright. Um, well, I need to roll Act Under Pressure in addition to Kick It's Ass if I'm wanting to fire extinguish the. No, thing. just roll Kick It's Ass. We'll, we'll roll it all together into one thing. Okay. Uh, is this tough? Yeah, this is still plus tough. Okay. God damn. Uh, you can use the luck though. You haven't used any luck so far. 
Um. Yeah, pretty unstable. So you are currently unstable, yeah. correct? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll have to use a luck on this one. All right. Do I still get the EXP or no? No, not after you revise okay. it. Okay. All right, but you're spending a luck. Do though, right? No, no, not if because it, it's treated as a twelve, right? Yeah, change the rolls. Rolls. But he still rolled the amounts. So no, sure. you're you're changing it, so you don't. I mean, it's your call, so. Yeah, no, no, you're you're changing it, so you don't. But I. Right. Uh, so, uh, Doctor Smith, you you come to your feet maybe a little more suddenly than you even expected, uh, given like your current condition, and you sort of barrel your way towards the entrance of the cave. You somehow manage to shake off the the crows uh, in your immediate vicinity too. They definitely turn to give chase, but you're somehow like a step ahead of them the entire time. And you basically approach a couple feet from the entrance, basically standing next to where the, the talisman's currently burning. Uh, and you have drawn the fire extinguisher and you... You notice that the, the, the bird has made its way slightly closer to the entrance, but only the littlest bit. Almost almost directly equivalent from how far that the, the talisman budged forward. Um, and so you can actually get a good look at it when you're close enough. You know, it's no longer shielded by the darkness of the cave or anything. It's mm -hmm. practically at the entrance now, too. So you definitely see, like, sort of the shape of it. Uh, you managed to uh, blast this thing with uh, a ton of water, square in the f like the face, like in the mouth and in one of the eyes. You just managed to the, cook you, this you thing. Beak? Yeah, beak. Sure, it's, it's still <laughs> a mouth. Uh, you blast this thing uh, with pro almost like a half the water in the canister, um, and it spazzes out. Uh, it's wildly, wildly uncomfortable from that. Um, you could even sort of see it uh, shapeshift a little bit. It starts to sort of shrink and then expand back to its size, and then it shrunk again uh, in the span of a couple seconds. It's maybe it's you know it was maybe uh, Paxton's height before, but now it looks like it's a little shorter than you. Uh, with how much it sort of just fluctuated in the span of a couple seconds. Um, the t two of the crows that were giving chase, uh, basically they give up and sort of meander off to the sides. Uh, but there is still one in currently engaged uh, with Paxton right now, who's uh, face up on the ground. Uh, but yeah, this thing is... the. You definitely gave the crow a very good shake, uh, and even took one harm from that. Uh, now just get in and stab the bitch. Uh, Paxton, you are currently on the ground, and you uh, very one, one harm was it to me or no to no to the crow, the raven. Okay. Um. All right. So, would you get like a minus something when I'm windy? We'll say we'll say it evens out, yeah, because you have you currently have like a plus one. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess um, I also get in from a from it changing to a twelve with luck, don't I? What's that? Um, well, um, since I used the luck to change the roll to a twelve, I also get an additional the extra effect. Yeah, if there's something you want to do. 
Um, I'll give the plus one forward to Paxton. Okay, cool. Uh, so there's a the Sentry Crow uh, is basically making maneuvers towards you, but it seems maybe even like a little confused itself. It's not. It's the sense of aggression that you got from it before is sort of slacking now. Um, but he's still making a, a dive basically straight to your face. Uh, you've got a second to respond. What do you do? I just punched the crow. Alright, roll me <laughs> kicks some ass. Eight. Respectable. Yep. Alright, um... It maybe does make contact with your face real fast. You know, it gets like a scratch or so in, but it's not a big deal. You've you've been getting scratched up all day. Uh, you basically shrug it off. You almost you take it like a champ, and you just give this thing like the right hook. Uh, basically, you get it like sort of right under its wing, like into its rib cage, almost where its heart would be. Uh, and this thing sort of like bounds back. Uh, in the air a bit before it writes itself and some first somehow the just getting shook up with that blow seems to have almost even shaken the spell off of it because it ends up just sort of meandering away from you now uh, <laughs> terrified so nice. it, it, it flies off after that uh, strike alright gotta punch the birds alright um so, uh, our raven familiar trapped in the cave, uh, manages to huff up, uh, and another, uh, massive sort of wind blast, uh, ripples through, uh, from the cave entrance. Uh, you're sort of, you have eyes on it, uh, Clay, and you, you sprayed it down and all that. Um, so you're kind of even sort of, you have your footing. It doesn't seem to disturb you at all. And Paxton's on the ground a distance off. So uh, he doesn't really feel anything from this uh, either. But uh, the talisman at your foot starts skittering back a couple of feet. Uh, and the crow basically uh, makes moves to the very cusp of the entrance uh, to the cave. But it can't seem to take off just yet. Uh, what is your move? Open, man. What? You should have made two of them, not just one. <laughs> All right, it's at the entrance of the cave. What are you doing? Well, it's Clay's <clears throat> Oh, yeah, Clay, you have priority here, I think. All right. Um, guess I'll act under pressure to to snatch up the talisman and, like, get closer to the cave entrance. Basically toss it back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, roll me act in or, or if it can still work when I'm holding on to it, then... Uh, I mean, it can. Just lock it in. You just want to hold on yeah. to it, then? Yeah. Alright. Uh, yeah, roll me act under pressure. Just don't forget to drop it once you get gust of wind. God damn. <laughs> Six. Um, can I help it? Yeah, we'll say you can. Roll plus cool. I... 
and Paxton's too cool. I mean, it's plus four, so it's, that, that would be like really bad roll to fail. It's like snake eyes, right? Fail. <laughs> All right, so you, unfortunately, since this thing's blowing past you, you have to turn your back uh, to this crow. Uh, but Paxton manages to like basically get to his feet as it's sort of rolling towards even him and he he basically boots it back up towards you and you catch it out of the air so you, you are holding on to it um but the crow seems to realize exactly uh what's going on here and so it's you can see it barreling down on the the ball in your hand uh it can't approach you just yet but it sort of fans out it, uh, one of its wings, uh, and you could see uh, almost as if like the feathers were inverted, and some of the spines starts. Uh, you can see some of the spines sort of shoot out or poke out uh, from the wingtips, as almost as if it's, it was about to fire upon you. Oh shit! Paxton, uh, what do you do? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spray that bitch with shotgun. All right, roll me kick some ass. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah. Um. What's your bonus effect? Uh, I want to force them where I want them. I want them the. Uh, you know, deeper in the cave, and so that he can't shoot straight towards Clay. Maybe, like, uh, even, like, get him target me instead, maybe. Okay. Uh, you manage... You're already basically on your feet, because you ended up passing the talisman back to him. You give your shotgun uh, a quick pump, you turn towards the, basically you're aiming even at the wing of the this thing, and you just sort of let it rip and blast it. Uh, it hits very cleanly, especially since the uh, raven's not really going anywhere, uh, and it took even like a second to sort of line up that shot. Uh, so you get a very clean hit, and you blast it for like three damage. Um, oh yeah. And it it gets knocked backwards in its blow, and it like basically it starts to fall over, and it fires a couple of these little feathery spines. Uh, it's literally just like the feather, but the the spine end is pointing out first, and it it you can see a couple just sort of like bounce off the ground, and they sort of scatter a little bit at a uh, maybe like a couple feet away from uh, where Clay was standing. Uh, but they all they all whiff, and it shoots like maybe one or two up air uh, in the air too, as it sort of knocks itself backwards. Uh, but uh, when it when the crow writes itself, it gives it's it fires off another one of those volleys of wind. But when it does so, it takes its wings and it sort of scrapes the ground as much as possible. So it just basically kicks up like a bunch of dirt uh with it 
And so the two of you are just sort of pelted with like dirt and rock and debris, and it sort of kicks up almost as if like a like a sort of pocket sand maneuver kind of thing. Uh, so you're sort of there's like almost like a cloud of dirt between the two of you that's making visibility a little tough, but uh, you don't take any harm other than that, other than the fact that you the both of you are basically shielding your uh, your eyes at the moment. Alright. Uh, Paxton, uh, so that's what your move was. Uh, but yeah, you do knock him sort of four backwards into the, the cave entrance again. Um, Clay, you are up. Uh, in, in sort of like the split second where you're at, visibility is pretty poor because he's just managed to kick up like a bunch of dirt and debris. Mm-hmm. Man, we need grenades. <laughs> You do. Actually, I'll be dangerous with the window. I forgot what's unstability do. Uh, if you're unstable, I can uh basically sort of give you harm over time until you rectify it. Okay. Uh, so if you if you don't treat it, I can occasionally just sort of like add damage. Right. As your as your condition worsens. Okay. Right, so what would be the best move for you, huh? Just spray it again with the water, maybe? Or shoot it? Um... Because the water should have enough spread to not matter if you visibly slow or not, but shooting might be, like, affected by the low visibility. Because at least mine wouldn't be, because that should be fine, but you have a handgun, right? So you have yeah, to... Have a so maybe just spray more with the water? Um, maybe. I'm not sure if spraying more water would... I mean, it took harm last time. Yeah, I mean, like, when we fight monsters, we only need to hit it with the weakness once, right? Yeah, that's, that is true. As long as you hit it with your weakness, you can, you can yeah, kill so, it. Yeah, um, so... But it did take harm last time. Yes, so like doing something that does more harm would probably be better. Yeah, but it's harder, like I said. So it's up to you. Yeah, depending on uh, your option, you might suffer a minus one. Um... Yeah, I'll just shoot in its general direction with the magnum. Try to kick its ass. Alright, uh... Roll me, uh... With a minus one. Plus stuff. Alright. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Damn. Four. I mean, it wouldn't matter either way, so... Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Man, you gotta level up from that. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Take precise strike, man. <laughs> I still have to roll high for that to work, though. Um, I think I'll take it. Wasn't as bad as it looked. Once okay. per mystery, you may attempt to keep going despite your injuries. <laughs> Is this your idea, Vormer? <laughs> <laughs> Kick always like uh, goes for the best gameplay option. 
Alright, it wasn't as bad as it looks. It sounds good. Yeah. Do you want to roll for it? Um. Mm, not yet. <laughs> I'll probably right. roll the next time I get hurt, though. Which is probably right now. <laughs> probably. Since you get the fail from the kick some ass. Indeed. Alright, um... The bullet ricochets and hits you in the chest, you there. Nah, I mean, you you fire... We'll say you fire off a, a shot or two, probably even two, but you just don't seem to necessarily... You don't hear it land on flesh. You maybe hear it connect with a rock wall from the back of the cavern. and say you're pretty sure that you missed. Um, and then, um... Just as suddenly, uh... Specifically more around you than around Paxton. Mm. The cloud basically clears up, or rather, you realize it's sort of lifting almost straight up, and uh, just like last time, you sort of just get picked up in this sort of free-fall state. Uh, but you're rising rapidly uh, as, this, as this sort of gust of wind keeps pushing under you, and you realize that uh, if he can't knock you back... He might just knock you up and get that talisman out of his way. Uh, so Ooh. you're you're climbing rapidly up uh, from this gust of wind. Uh, Paxton, what's your move? Can I just drop the talisman? Yeah, do you want to? Hmm. I'm not sure if he'll get blown away with me. Uh... Because mm. if it's already lifting me, then if I let go of it, it'll probably get blown upwards too. What do you think? Hmm. Damn. I mean, it depends if you like throw it instead, like just dropping it towards the cave. It might be out of the reach of the lift up. Because it's like localized, it's not like the whole area. Right, right. I'll probably need to roll for that though, so um, that probably won't come around until my next turn then. I mean, if you want to do it right now, you can, but you gotta decide. Alright, I'll do it. You're gonna toss it? Pressure. Yeah. Alright, you're tossing it though, right? You're not dropping it? Right. Alright, yeah. Roll me at under pressure. Which is what's cool. Alright. You basically sort of pitch this thing almost even right at it. Uh, you even see it sort of bounce off of its uh, its beak and land at its feet. And this thing like does not... It's like frozen in place as soon as that happens. Uh, it's like doesn't seem to be able to move at all. For some reason, you think like it's sort of extra concentrated on trapping him. And so he just can't budge. Um but you're still you're still on your um upward incline into into the air so it doesn't seem to have affected whatever sort of uh, effect you're under but yeah you basically land it almost right next to its feet and it seems to be completely paralyzed because of it uh paxton what's your move uh, uh the 
because of the gust of winds is sort of passing by now, I'll say your visibility is starting to clear up. The clouds sort of blowing by you a little bit. If you uh, if you maybe take a couple steps forward, you could actually probably clear yourself of it. But you'll be yeah. fairly, you'll be fairly close to it when you do so. Well, that's that's my plan. Okay, shotgun, let's go. All right. Yep. I step forward and shoot it. All right. Roll, roll me, kick some ass. So I get plus one back. Um, give. Uh, I'm gonna give you another plus one actually because it's it's right. immobile. Yeah, so that's nine then. That doesn't matter though. Yep. Alright, so you, you basically blasted almost point blank uh with this um shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh so you basically knock it out of its uh paralyzed state because you just you blow it square back uh, and it bounces against uh, the wall here. Um, and it just sort of splays itself backwards even against like a stalactite. Uh, stalagmite? Oh. It, it splays itself sort of backwards against like the sort of rock wall of the uh, of the cave and it doesn't seem to be budging. Uh, it sort of just collapses backwards um and then you notice uh basically out of the corner of your eye that uh clay is in free fall like he's dropping now from several feet up in the air oh how many like if it's three feet then it's not that bad no we're we're close <laughs> we're closing in on like 10 to 12 am i like under him so he can fall on me instead of the ground you're very close to where he's at yes You'd have to, like, make a move to step into him, but, yeah. All right. Well, I will do that, then. Uh... Is it to protect someone? Or it's... Uh, yeah, let's do protect someone, I think. Well, no, you can act under pressure if you want. I think that's... I want that, because it's cool instead of stuff, so it's... Plus let, me, let me double-check real fast, but I think it's probably just act under pressure... Because that should be easy enough. Um, actually, if you if you miss on protect somebody, he may be sort of, uh, he might land on you and you take a little harm. Um, so let's do protect someone. Actually, yeah, that sounds more fun. Uh, so roll me plus tough. Nice twelve. <laughs> How would I do the you arm? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's fine. You're good. You're square. Um. Uh. So yeah. You manage. You do manage to to grab him from his fearful state, and you know it. It's sort of, you feel your knees bend with the impact of the weight for a bit, but you manage to catch him and no harm seems to be done uh, to either of you. So I'm holding him like a princess? Basically, yeah, at the second, at, at the, yeah. My hero. 
Yeah, so there you are standing, your hands full of clay, literally. <laughs> Why do I have to keep saving you? And then you feel the tremors. You feel the ground sort of shaking beneath you, and it builds, builds faster and faster and faster. Uh, but it, are we in the cave? So how does that work? Well, you're at the entrance of the cave. Yeah, but the bird is in the cave. The bird's still. Mm, there's still like soil on it's, the ground. Yeah, it's not. It's not like. It's not very oh, deep not in this cave now. Um, and basically, almost oh. right next to you, Paxton, this thing, the worm, barrels out of the ground basically maybe, <laughs> literally we'll say like two feet off to your right um and so i whip out my smartphone and record this yeah if you want um right. roll act under pressure because you're sort of in a human knot with paxton right now but we'll see how fast you are you just you're just taking video evidence right yeah okay yeah roll me act under pressure um let's see what's this cool Goddamn. Fuck. Alright, hold on. I gotta erase all the tick marks I had for you already. <laughs> You're gonna drop the phone. Breaks. You have to buy a new one. It was the iPhone 12. Uh, yeah, so actually, um, as, as you're beginning to pull out your phone, the sort of the tail end of the worm, you see it sort of undulate in a certain way and where it basically kicks up the ground that was under the both of you and you get both of you get actually sent flying backwards several feet uh, and sort of land on the ground. Uh, you know, not very high up, but you both you both get like basically knocked back as the sort of the earth under you sort of spews out almost as if like a volcanic eruption where the tail end of the the, the worm ends up uh, squirming out and the worm crashes basically into the raven uh, which almost like explodes in a cloud of feathers uh, as it happens and then the weirdest thing happens you see you see the thing smash against the rock wall and it slips through it as if it was air. Cool. And it's gone. And so are the tremors. And is the bird gone too? Yeah, there's maybe a couple of a small handful of feathers uh, on the ground. <sighs> God. In the end, he flipped us the bird. <laughs> At least we have feathers that we can try to see if we can get mana signatures or something instead. We still guess it's something, I guess. Anything else in the cave? No, nothing that you 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 take a quick uh, look around. Uh, you even pull out like a flashlight to shine like the the further recesses. You realize like yeah, this thing wasn't very deep at all. It was basically only suitable for rain cover. Um, like it might only be like forty to fifty feet deep. It's not very large at all. Uh, so like you can see the back wall from basically the entrance uh, once you have like a light source. Uh, 
uh, on you. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything in the area. Hmm. Uh, so what is your move? Well, we need to help kick. It's unstable. Sounds like a good move. So you're heading out? Shouldn't I give him like a first aid or something? Uh, sure. Uh, you can temporarily stabilize him, but he's he'll we'll say he still needs medical attention in the next half hour. All right. Okay, so should we gather the feathers? Maybe take soil yep. samples. Rock samples. Well, you yeah, you can't really take rock samples. The the way. It hit the earth, uh, the the wall of the cave. It just sort of just seemed to slip through. So it's literally just uh, the rock wall surface. It's not like chipped or anything. It's almost as if nothing ever went through it. But uh, you can take a little bit of soil samples from uh, where it emerged, um, and you, yeah, you guys acquire yeah a couple of feathers. We'll say there's like uh, maybe four or five uh, just sort of floating about. All right, finally done with the filler monster. <laughs> All right, so we head for the hospital. Those. Alright, um, so, yeah, it probably only takes you about, like, uh, 20 or so minutes. Um, and you end up, uh, back at the hospital, and they are, um, we'll say that your tending physician and the nurses there are really unenthused that they, uh, <laughs> that you would turn up twice in a single day. Yeah, Same to, to put it politely. Too. What's that? Within a few hours. Too, I know. And the same types of injuries too. <laughs> um. So, uh, they actually they uh, are totally on board with taking care of you, but because of Clay's age and the fact that the condition that he turned up in twice, um, they're man they're mandating that he stay the night actually. <laughs> under observation and so on um, but yeah basically uh, there shouldn't be any more combat for the end of this so you guys can fully heal I call Hopkins uh, uh, right. that we should meet up in the hospital I guess since we have to stay here you guys are still at the hospital? I thought you left. Nah, we're here second time, man. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Alright, hey. I'll be over in a couple of minutes. Alright. It's hard not to go back to the hospital when you 
when you're traveling with a fray old man that gets lifted up by a... He already hung up before you started. <laughs> he was basically out the door in just a, in a short minute. Um... Okay, interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll say in about like closer to like forty minutes or so later, uh, Hopkins turns up and he's like, "Dude, I can't just like keep leaving work in order to tend to you guys out here. Can you like stop getting hurt? Jesus Christ!" Tell that to the old guy. Please tell me you have good news. Oh, of course. Well, sort of. I, I do just blow things up. Well, sort of, at least. Uh, we, we've dealt with the bird, but we're still no closer to dealing with the source of all of this. Hmm. Well, that's good, at least. Part of the problems have uh, been remedied. Um, so, we shouldn't be expecting any more sudden disappearances or anything like that. Well, not for at least another month, I hope. At least another month, Jesus Christ. Well, if the pattern holds, the witch will make another familiar in a month or so, and probably require more death people. Probably. Yeah, well... I mean, Since we don't know who that is, we can't really infer anything more than from what she has done so far. Or he, I suppose, is not gender-specific witch. Hmm. It's more like a terminology, not like a... Yeah, well, I mean, all this is a little out of my depth, so... Uh, if you say there's probably going to be another incident in a month, then... I'll just, you know, mark my calendar, I guess. We'll see. I mean, we're, we're gonna check for any sort of uh, mana spikes. If that happens sooner, first want to know. Sorry, you broke up a little bit. What was that, the last part? Well, you were the first one to know. Okay. Uh, in case that happens, because that's more, more likely that we're gonna find bodies soon after. Alright, well, let me know. I'll keep an ear to the ground. Alright. Try to get this wrapped up. Yeah. We, we really should, because my boss is uh, not very happy so long here. I apparently need it elsewhere, so... Yeah, well, I'm just not happy that I got Harmouth citizens dying left and right. But, you know, if there's anything you guys need... Please let me know. Alright. Uh, any luck with the searches for the missing kit yet? Nah, I haven't heard anything. Uh, honestly, the. You're, you're out of character. You're referring to the Buckley stuff, right? Yeah. Alright, um, cool. That's what I kind of inferred, but um, in that case. Uh, Hopkins responds, he's like, honestly, I don't know if we'll see anything uh, for a while. One of the, the major drives behind that case is uh, 
Agent Griffin, and I think he's been uh, rather preoccupied with uh, this new development on the the Robbie Pike case. So if uh, unfortunately, I don't know how we would uh, redirect his energy back to the other one. It's not like we can tell him that you know, oh, the culprit just got murderized by a <laughs> bunch of monster hunters. Oh, it might be a good thing though. I mean, he will try to keep hunting a suspect that no longer will keep him busy. Is that really the best use of uh, FBI resources, though? Not like he's here officially, anyways. I guess you're not wrong. If he wants to use his free time like this, be my guess. <laughs> I'm not worried about not progressing on kidnapping or disappearance, I suppose. Although, who knows? Maybe the kid is the next witch. I don't know. Well, alright, I can try to... Probably convenient that they disappear just as shows up. I mean, I can try to steadily steer him back on track uh, without tipping our hand too much, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, All right. uh, this Griffin character he he seems maybe like a little bit of an obsessive I don't think we could get him to shake the the Robbie Pike stuff nearly as easily I'm more worried that the next body that will show up eventually will he will redirect to that too because it probably will be another very unexplained death too well, I guess we'll find out. All right, man. When Take the time care. comes. Yep. All right. Uh, say hi to the doc for me. He's got to stop getting so beat up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is there, right? Are we, like, outside? No, nah, the... you're probably outside. He's probably in, like, a, a, a room that's not accepting visitors at the moment. <laughs> I mean, he got right. he got roughed up twice today, so. <laughs> he likes it. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I guess we'll... I will wait in the RV, take a good nap, feed the cat. Sounds like a plan. Might as well call your boss. <laughs> I suppose I should, right? You can. I will, I will, I will just text her. All clear for now. Let me know if any spikes uh, shows up. No, uh, no clues towards finding the witch yet, though. Um, okay, maybe like uh, ten or fifteen minutes later, you sort of almost unexpectedly, even like out of character, uh, Kate just gives you the thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. So it's the next day? Yeah, we can say it's the next day. If you guys got anything you want to touch up real fast, uh, we can do that. Not really. I wonder if I can set up some sort of more localized mana detection that might be more accurate than the one that's being used at headquarters. Maybe. Sort of pinpoint uh, spikes as they happen. 
Yep. Yeah, like at least within the city or something. Or town. Um, like what role would that be? Does a kick like get extra roll at the start of the mystery? No, no you keep I thinking he has that, that thing, but he doesn't take that one. <laughs> no? He, no, he doesn't have that one. I do not have that one. I am not the man with the plan. I have the preparedness, I suppose. That's why I keep getting beat up. No plan. <laughs> Would a preparedness work for that, though? No, this is more like... This isn't something that exists, so it's something that you have to engineer. You know, whereas preparedness is, you know, a rare or unusual item uh, you sort of have. This is definitely... What is preparedness, though? What sort of role is it? Sharp? Yeah. Let me check. Uh, let me read that again real fast. Uh... Now, we're going to say in order to even possibly engineer something outside of the, uh, outside of what's currently possible, it would probably be actually just, uh, we'll call it a use magic role where you engineer a device that responds to magic. So it's not entirely magic, but there's probably something element to it. Right. So it'd have to be a plus weird instead. Um. Uh, don't don't do anything yet though. This should be difficult though, so I'm not. Sh I'm trying to decide if I need you to do roll it at a minus one or not. Well, he's got a plus one from the lab bird. Man, kick! You're not good at all. That's bad. That is bad. I didn't expect to have to be a ad hoc spellcaster. So in the next 20 minutes you get plus weird? <laughs> I don't even know if I could give you the bonus for Mystical Library. This is like engineering a thing that does not exist. Yeah, but it's used magic. Yeah, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. I'll give you this warning. Um, you're not going to get the bonus, and you'll have a minus one forward if you attempt it, uh, just because of how impractically difficult it is. Uh, so if you want to, it'll be use magic or plus weird with a minus one. It's pretty high risk. 
but also high reward. <laughs> I think D only hates it because he doesn't. He didn't prepare for that. <laughs> now, actually, it'd be fairly e easy to even minimize it. I'm just saying that, like, I'm establishing a, a precedent that this is. You're trying to beat uh, cutting edge technology, so this is going to be difficult. Right. I mean, it's worse we get like used, so it's not that bad. Um. And let's see here, knowing him, um, even if I do succeed at this, it might be some very short-term thing, too. No, I mean, this, like, I I think E's got the right idea, where it could be fairly high reward, but also fairly high risk. But also, like I said, there, there are ways where I can sort of minimize its effect when I need it to. Right. I think you guys, I think you guys, like, take it as granted that I, like, want to screw you over all the time, though. But that's not, <laughs> that's, like, not really the case at all. Honestly, sometimes when you guys fail a roll and I'm not ready for it, it's like, Jesus Christ, why'd you throw this out my lap now? I'm trying to, I just want to see you guys win. <laughs> it's not that, it's more like, uh, you know, like, I feel like sometimes we come up with stuff that's your preferred way to progress the story, you know? Alright, so minus one forward on this. Minus one uh, for your plus weird roll for you use magic. Alright. Uh... Oh, did it go through? Oh, there we go. Eight. At least something. Um, choose your effect and glitch. Um, Alright, I don't think the effect I wanted would neatly fall under one of these. Just tell me would... what you want, that's fine. Alright, um... Here. How should I phrase this? Phrase this e? um, um, so it does say uh, here, it says by default, uh, the magic is one of the effects listed below, lasts for around 30 minutes, and does not expose you to danger, unwanted attention, or side effects. But if there is a glitch, this might change. So the general duration for most spells is around 30 minutes by default. Right. Um, should we say that can some mana spikes within this town? I mean, the the time range really doesn't matter, though, right? Does it? Because it's just like uh, here's the location. Uh, it probably means we might have to re. Recast it every thirty minutes or something. I don't know. 
I guess like I mean we a, a device that detects something would probably need to be on in order to detect the thing. No, I thought it's gonna be like always on, and when it happens, things like it happened here. That's how the. That's how the devices currently work, but they're not hyper, as hyper-specific as uh, the specifications require. Yeah, but they were like scale. Our will be like limited by the. I don't know. Twenty miles radius, maybe. Or it could be the something completely different and be like observe another place or time and like when the spike happens the kid would get like a you know third person vision of the place where it happened so he could like actually see the the spell casting you know Uh, I mean, Clay, it is, it's up to you. We'll figure it out. We'll hammer out some details, but you got to tell me uh, exactly the kind of thing that you want. So you're trying to pinpoint a location? Um, is it working like, I guess, like a radar? Yeah. Well, hmm. Yeah, we can go with that. Maybe sort of like a larger scale version of the mana detector that I currently have. I guess it'd be more sophisticated too in that it doesn't just measure magnitude, it also have a direction. Okay, 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 okay. I, th I think I can... I might be able to do you a little better than that. Uh, but what is your glitch? Unwelcome attention. Yeah, that could be pretty interesting. <laughs> the spell will, you know, call Kirby Kid here. <laughs> That's a little kind of tension. Yeah, we can go with that. Draws immediate and unwelcome attention. Okay.
So. Yeah, I mean, okay. So the thing is done. Um, so I guess... So I guess I could give you uh, sort of... Uh, almost sort of like a cloud... Uh, it's still like a a pretty wide radius, but I can certainly pinpoint it to like maybe a a significant portion to the of the map, like a certainly more accurate than you're expecting. Uh, but Oops. like I can't I can't be like oh it's in this house like this specific right, address. Right. That's way too that's way too specific. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, I'll uh yeah I can give you something like that. Um, it's. I guess by consequence though, it's only managing it, like this device that we have rigged up here is sort of specifically measuring like uh, immense spikes, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So like, like it 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 wouldn't even blink, uh, like where like the RV protection runes are concerned, or if you had like another sort of trap talisman or something like that, then like none of that would register. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like the massive spikes you're looking for, I think you should be able to have a device that generates that. That would notice that. Sure. I think that's fine. You should have rigged that after the first familiar, man. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, after the second one appeared, then uh, we had a better. Uh, better feel for when it's going to happen so all right so um, i'm going to grant it to you it's going to take you a while to construct um you should definitely make it before the first full moon but this is probably going to be your preoccupying uh hobby for like the next two weeks at least sure but yeah you should have it in time uh it is going to take a while though all right Alright, cool. Sounds good. Um, anything else you guys want to do? Uh, the day after? I guess we can uh, dismantle the sonar. Do we keep it? <laughs> That's true. I don't think we need it. For the time being. Alright, I mean, you can do that. Sure. It certainly makes you a little less conspicuous. And uh, your, your, your RV's height clearing is definitely lower profile. So you shouldn't have any trouble with bridges and overpasses. <laughs> Hell, maybe you even need a couple of those parts for your new project. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. Um, maybe you'll be on the roof instead of that. All right. Uh, in that case, uh, let's pause here for a second. You want to bring up your title card? All right then. Uh, so another case down, another uh, mystery solved for our wonderful team here. Oh, we should probably do the debrief though. No. Nah, we'll do it at the end. That's fine. All right. Um, I mean, we're not gonna get very far in this one either, though, so I think we'll be all right. Uh, in that case, I think we're ready to leap forward. No, another month.
Oh, that's kind of lame. What? Not even center. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's fine. <clears throat> I have seen her drawing stars down from the sky. She turns the course of a rapidly flowing stream with an incantation. With her chanting spells, she splits open the ground and draws the spirits of the dead out of their tombs and calls down the bones from a pyre which is still warm. When she wants to, she drives away the clouds from a gloomy sky. When she wants to, she summons snow from the uh, summer firmament. Uh, Tibullus from uh, 30 to 26 BC. I'll jump you back over here. How could a four-year-old... No, that's when he famously said it, not his actual age. Like, it took him four years to say it? it his writings, yes. <laughs> they had to carve it into the stone. <laughs> um, Alright. So, we fast forward uh, into another month. Um, and then, very briefly, we'll do a couple things to catch you up Uh in the times that you had lost. So, like, uh, probably the day after, maybe even another day after that, um, from when you vanquished uh, this second familiar, uh, you know, you got maybe a couple of calls from Griffin. Uh, he's still obviously trying to pursue leads on the Robbie Pike case that are, that you know for a fact are not going to pan out because you basically cracked that case already yourselves. Um, uh, but he does manage to pull you in Paxton uh, for like another brief uh, coffee shop meeting. Uh, Ted Kirby isn't there that day, so you don't have to worry about it. Um, uh, but he chats you aside. And uh, you guys decided that it would just be Paxton on this one because... Uh, uh, the doctor is still pretty fresh from getting his ass kicked twice over uh, and didn't really look uh, all too fresh. So uh, he thought it would be better to, you know, sort of hide his wounds a little uh, from uh, Agent Griffin. So, uh, you know, you chat with Griffin a little bit uh, and, you know, He's, he's you know, still stirring over the Robbie Pike case. He's trying to pick up leads or whatever. Uh, and, you know, it's you, Paxton. So, obviously, you're probably a little standoffish. Am I right? Nah, I'm going to be, like, super helpful. Sure you are. And I know it's not how your uh, MO is with uh, Agent Griffin. So, you can't fool me. I um, could fool him. I don't think so. <laughs> um, so, like, sort of as the weeks go by and you do your regular check-ins, you notice uh, in, like, the sort of three weeks, uh, in a sort of three-week progression, the the briefings get the shorter and shorter. Uh, he sort of, he's, like, throwing himself uh at his work here and he doesn't seem to be getting very far he's obviously hit a dead end fairly early and can't seem to move forward with any of it but you know you're sort of you're not super concerned uh, yourself 
because you know that the responsible culprit has been uh, handled. Uh-huh. So you're letting him spin his wheels and keep uh, keep you uh, uh, keep him out of uh, your way, basically preoccupied. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know, every time you sort of run into him, or you you know you do like a small video conference or talk to him on the phone, he just sounds like he's like a little more run down and a little more ragged uh, as the days continue. Just getting uh, completely frustrated at the lack of progress for this stuff. Uh, he may be even uh, closer towards the the middle of September. Uh, he might even have uh, promised to do a meeting, like a quick phone call catch in, uh, but then completely forgets, or he'll send you a text. He's like, "Forget it. Don't worry about it." Um, so it's um, almost as if the the problem sort of remedied itself, uh, and he got uh, very preoccupied. Uh, in some some ways, you're kind of actually like a little relieved that he isn't breathing down your neck as much. Um, is there anything specifically you guys were interested in doing in the interim of the the month here? Not really. Okay, I'm. You do successfully complete your uh, your mana sonar device kick. So you can certainly more accurately pinpoint, like even to the scope of the town area specifically. Um, uh, what is the best way to draw that when I do a cloud? I'll probably do it as a token then. Uh, okay, maybe I can just erase it after the fact. Um, cause it's going to be a little messy. Um, uh, and so in that case, um, September the 14th rolls around, uh, it's a Saturday night, um, and you're expecting a full moon. Uh, are you basically watching the detection in real time? Well, Kit is, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, that's good to know. Are you, uh, sorry, what was that? Glued to the console or smartphone or whatnot. Yeah, we'll say there's, there's a, you can use your smartphone. I think it's like a pretty easy way to do that. Uh, it's it worked this basically the same as your uh, your radar on the van did, so I think it works out. Um, how late are you staying up? All night. So you're brewing. <laughs> you're basically brewing coffee and maybe both keeping an eye on it, seeing if anything happens. I have the RV started, so the moment it pings, we launch. Okay. Um, I'm also uh, uh, I give echo to uh, 
to Hopkins uh, that uh, it's going to probably happen. It's going to happen up. tonight, and he should be at the ready? Yeah, so I can call him and maybe like, like a signal in some area. Because he's local. Okay. And if we're up, he should be up. <laughs> all right, he resp he he replies to your text. He's like, "All right, sure, uh, shouldn't be an issue." All right. Uh, so he's on board. And he's waiting for word for you. Um. So in that case, uh, we'll say it's probably about almost three in the morning. Uh, when the readings start to come in on your uh, on your radar. Uh, hold on, let me draw this. Am I on the right layer? Map background. Okay. Alright, yeah. Uh, it's about 3 o'clock uh, when uh, you get readings uh, on your your um, your new device. Uh, do we have a shorthand name for it? <laughs> your spike radar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go with that. Alright, cool. Uh, so, you basically you discover uh, sort of a cloud of effect uh, over the town. I guess it'd be about like oh, this is drawing a box, isn't it? That's not what I want. I want freehand. Yeah. All right. I think we lost you. Alright, so uh, on the side here you should see a basically a, a cloud of a your basic effective area where uh, you're the part of town. It's still like a radius of probably like geez, how big would that be? Maybe like a mile. Maybe a little more. Mile and a half. Yeah, it's probably like a mile and a half radius, I think. Uh, but yeah, you have this sort of cloud here of uh, high density mana activity. Alright, we got something. East side of town. Alright, uh, so I call Hopkins. Alright, he picks up. He's like, did you get something? Yep, it's uh, somewhere uh, towards the east, like uh, if you go from Hornet Woods to, to east. What is there? Alright, uh, give me a second. This will be on the map layer. Uh... Uh, he notes that uh, 
probably one of the biggest uh, conservation of land uh, areas in the town of Harmouth is actually in this area. Uh, do I have a fill? Uh, there's a draw shape. So I probably have to manually fill it in. Um, so it's like the biggest uh, sort of uh, conservation of land space in uh, Harmouth at the moment. I'll just fucking do this. Uh, called the Somerset Woods. Uh, it's uh, S O M E R S E T, Somerset Woods. And it's like a massive uh, uh, conservatory area. Um, it does allow, like, admittance. It's got, like, trails and stuff. People walk it all the time. Uh, so it's like it, there's like public access and stuff but uh, it is like the biggest one in the area uh, and this is text uh, uh, no I don't want that You know, this, this is probably the, the biggest thing in the area. Uh, do the ult. Let's let me do that. Alright, you can see that, right? Yep. Cool. Yep. So, basically, at the epicenter is a, a fairly massive uh, expanse of uh, land. We'll say the whole thing stretches probably about if I said it was a mile and a half radius, it's probably like uh, to even maybe further out um, uh, this way, roller tool, snap the center, shoot others. Uh, even further out this way, it probably expands uh, about like two miles across that way and then about almost one, one and a half that way. It's pretty large. Uh, Nah, it'll probably be like even like th almost three miles out this way. Um, pretty pretty wide expansive space. Um, what's your plan? Are you just uh, powering over there on your RV in your speedster? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, and you, yeah, I guess. Uh, since Hopkins is on the phone, he's like, uh, should I? Do you want me there too? Uh, I don't know, man. It will be dangerous, so you should probably stay there. Alright, well, you know, take care of yourself then. Don't. I don't need to see you in the hospital again like last month. <laughs> That'll probably happen. I don't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get your hopes up. Jesus Christ, dude. Alright, um, so, assuming you're in, like, this area, which seems to be, like, your designated hangout spot, uh, since I believe, like, the, the hotel that you've been at a couple times before is in this, uh, area. 
There's probably even like a trailer park down here, which might be even further out. I'll say it takes you about uh, 20 to 25 minutes to get over here. Uh, no, it's uh, it's about like three in the morning. If you uh, power through traffic lights and stuff like that, uh, you could probably get there in all 15 even. Yeah, you do because it's nothing. It's night in the middle of the night, so like. The traffic will be probably very low anyways. Alright, cool. Alright, um... So, we'll say you approach uh, the south end of the Somerset Woods about here. Uh, it's about 3.15, maybe 3.20. Oh, yeah, you had a small phone conversation you were prepping. Uh, so, we'll say it's about like 3.20 in the morning. Uh, the, the sort of bottom half, let me show you, uh, yeah, this one here, sort of section on the bottom half here is, uh, or maybe even like, I can't like that. It's, it's snapping, but, uh, is a fairly light, a lot of the perimeter is kind of light, but like sort of even maybe in uh, several hundred feet in, it starts, you see like dense trees, like all, it's very wooded. Um, but you also see stuff like, uh, there's the occasional like, uh, there's like park benches and there's a, a path. Uh, there's a couple like paths, some that wind into the woods, some that wind around the woods. There's like a walking path or biking path. There's even like a small area uh, in a clearing uh, near the tree line, but not at the tree line. Uh, designated for like even camping and stuff like if you wanted to just like stay the night uh, you absolutely could um, but yeah you're in this south region and about here it starts getting uh, more densely wooded you don't see or hear any like cars or anything in the area though from where you've approached what's your move Well, now that we're close, can we use the normal mana detector to pinpoint the location? Um, you can try, but um, like I said, this is a very big area. So uh, it's probably going to take you a while to traffic on foot. I mean... We should start in the middle of the cloud, right? Right dead in the center. It makes no sense to be it elsewhere. Well, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I say you even have like uh, a sort of area of a, like you can see the sort of layers of the density here. So I guess this would be draw freehand uh, on a map objects tokens so you can see it like sort of the waves are like pushing out like it's creeping like a cloud or something out sort of this way so you can see it like sort of expanding outwards from a sort of maybe like a extra high density area in the center 
All right, so we'll head there, right? All right, let me Might see if there's well. a darker green I can use for this. Select. To map layer, map background. This one will pull you out a little bit. All oh, right, you snap when I do that. All right, cool. So yeah, there's like a a park esque area, and then there's just like a hyper dense sort of tree area where it's like especially forested. Uh, so you imagine like the epicenter would probably be about like in a region right around here. Um, so you head over there to investigate. Um, you don't see anything as you approach though. Well, we get out of the RV, I guess, right? Or we out. On foot? Ah, uh, yeah, you've been on foot for a minute. I think the there's basically parking in this space here, and then you made your okay. way into where you expected the upper center to be. Alright, so I took the shotgun with me. Sure, sounds good. Alright. Night fishing goggles? But that too, I mean, it's night, right? So. <laughs> Makes sense. Do we have two of them, or only one? Night vision goggles? Yep. Uh, I'll say you have one. Alright, so I'll take it and kick will be the normal eyes. In case, you know. You got flashlights though. I don't know if you want them on though. Well, that's for the kick, because I don't need the flashlight, right? <laughs> that's correct, but you do have I mean, it. I have it, but whether it's on or not depends on kick. Yeah, I'll probably have it on. Um, maybe put like some cloth in front of it or something to kind of dim it. Okay. Sounds good so far. Uh, so you approach your expected uh, epicenter here. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's largely sort of like wooded space. There's not necessarily even like a pronunciated clearing or anything like that. It's just dense and tree cover. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys want to roll me investigate a mystery? Alright. Yep, plus sharp. Fourteen. Eight. Alright, let's start with you, Paxton, because uh, that'll be a little faster. Alright. 
Alright, so gonna you're go... equipped with night vision goggles, if that makes any incidents. Yeah. Like you're sort of the context here. What is being concealed here? Um, so you come to a space. Uh, it's not like a clearing or anything. Um, but like you notice that there's a. Uh, there's like a tree uh, that was like knocked over um, in the area, probably for like a while, but it's not like fully like rotted out or anything like that. Uh, but it's like one of the few trees that's actually down uh, in this space. Uh, and you're sort of looking around, and uh, you definitely see evidence of like a presence here. Um, you know, like. Uh, you see maybe a couple uh branches have been snapped on the ground or like uh you know sort of debris has been sort of scattered about um uh like you see you certainly see like evidence of a that something was here uh there's a you can even see like a, a couple of stones sort of scattered about that might have been in a pattern. Uh, you can even see like a little bit of ash. Some parts of the ground are maybe even a little wet uh, still. Um, so there's definitely like maybe there was a fire lit here that was put out. Um, but that's really about all you see at the moment. Alright. What about the kick? Yeah, uh, we have, uh, you got hold two. Alright, um, go with what happened here. Uh, so you definitely believe, um, this was a site for uh, a ritual. Um, you know the the, the mana spikes are pretty uh, conclusive. The uh, you, you're fairly certain this was uh, uh, evidence of you know you you know your your mana detector is your pocket detector is going like wild in the area. It's like spinning off the charts in a degree that you've never seen before, because you've never gotten this close to the epicenter of a one of these uh, spikes. Like, uh, it's rattling so much in its case, you're afraid it might break. Oh man! Like it's like the the hands are spinning so fast that you can even hear like a slight humming coming from it. You've never seen anything like this before. So you definitely believe that this might be the site for uh, for the latest ritual. Uh, so you see, you see some evidence of like of ritualistic behavior. Like you saw the fire. You see like uh, stones sort of scattered and then like a, a. You see that they were kicked away, but you can also see where they at. How they might have possibly been lined uh, to form like a a ring around the fire, but then also maybe some other shapes that might be useful for spells. Um, 
you know there's like maybe a little bit of material in the area like you see you see maybe like a plant or two that's like not that shouldn't be growing here uh but like it's it's not growing out of the ground it's like it's it's it was partially used and then you have remnants of a of a plant like a couple of leaves or so, a stem or something and they all look the stem that you maybe find is like a clean cut rather than like a tear um so you feel like somebody brought maybe some materials here for part of this uh this ritual this definitely seems to be the site here um okay. but yeah you don't seem to see much of anything else was it used before too or is it like new site it definitely looks fairly new yeah if it, it it's it's like way too recent to have been even more than 24 hours old Oh, so the witch changes places. Potentially, yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. All right. Let me let me slightly modify that. There's evidence that this was used recently, but there's also maybe some evidence that uh, it might have been used before. Yeah. But like you you know for a fact that it's been used recently. All right, we should put some uh, cameras here, hide them. <laughs> Wait for the next month. <laughs> maybe. I'll go ahead and uh, take pictures. And maybe we a sample of the plant. Soil. Yeah, soil too. Okay, sounds mm. good. I just keep guard. <laughs> In case witch returns. Alright, uh, is there anything else? Uh, you still have one hold, right? Um, yeah. Hmm. What do you think? I'm torn between what sort of creature is it? And where did it go? Well, we don't know if it's this creature. Yeah, but... Usually this sort of thing indicates a familiar making. Or at least a familiar usually shows up shortly after these spikes. That's true. Maybe there's like a clue to what kind of animals it's based on. Yeah, um, I guess it depends on if we want to know what we're dealing with or, or if we want to try following it. Because if we follow it and bump into it, then We'll get that. Well, it's up to you. Um, hey, it would be nice to have a jump on for a change. Yeah, I guess if we follow it, then there's a chance we might be able to save the victim. But... 
Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, where did it go? Where did it go? Okay. To hell. In a handbasket. <laughs> um. So you noticed, uh, you both noticed uh, some sort of uh, uh, evidence of like the ground being recently disturbed. Um, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, broken twigs. You know, things kicked this like slide, slide like fl- uh, debris on the ground and stuff like that. Um, so you even have like a path away from the site that you can follow. Um, uh, uh, give me a second. I'm trying to figure out exactly how to put this. Yeah, so you see evidence of a path, but um, suspiciously enough, you don't seem to see like actual footprints or anything. Uh, most of what you're seeing is like uh, ground debris pushed aside, or maybe like again, like a twig snapped or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But like there, there doesn't seem to be evidence of uh, actual footprints in the area which seems a little suspect because you're anticipating a witch um like somebody had to be here to to perform this ritual right mm-hmm. right um and you know as you follow the the path um it basically where's my ruler here Snap the center, show to others. Uh, I will do no snapping here. Uh, so from where you're at, it sort of follows back out, almost the way, almost identical to the way that you came, uh, out into like the parking lot area, and then you lose track of it because out here it's definitely like more paved and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. there's a designated parking space and stuff like that. Um, so there's not like a there's not like earth to track or anything like that. There doesn't seem to be like any more material evidence of a path once it hits about the parking lot space. But yeah, it basically went uh, about where you parked your RV in like the nearest available parking space over here. The uh, the parking lot, not not. I don't not. I don't mean to say it's a very specific space because as soon as you hit like the concrete of the a lot you right, right. you lose path of it but yeah seem to go on basically back to the way you're headed towards your rv all right well, we can follow the mana spike no like the with the mana detector no the or thing is, is going too way too crazy actually <laughs> it's it's and like maybe... only reading uh the area here so the whole thing is it hasn't stopped humming basically since you entered the cloud even uh or like the more dense areas of the cloud uh so like it's so preoccupied with the spike 
that it's not able to detect smaller readings. Damn. It's it's almost like it's overpowered uh, by the residual mana in the area. Yep. But you have you have evidence of a material path between the site that you found in the woods and the parking lot. Alright, um, rather than footprints, are there any other... signs, I guess? Maybe like something larger being dragged across the ground for the disturbances to be caused? No, you don't. You don't see evidence of any other material trails, uh, other than like specifically. You think a, a single entity caused the one that you're falling on the way out. Um, there are. I guess there's. I don't know. I don't know. I I like want to give you more, but I don't know how to do it if you don't have footprints. I'd say there's a uh, like you. Ha there might be like not necessarily distinct footprints uh, or anything like that, but sometimes you could see. A sort of like a rise and fall pattern in the earth it's almost i'd say i'll i'll give you this it's fairly reminiscent of how like the the when the worm returns to the earth uh the like the material landscape sort of thins out and almost like as if somebody like sort of like wipe their hand over it as if it was sand and so you see like a faint impressions of where it may be left and where it uh, arrived but like the earth isn't broken or anything like that uh, mm -hmm. so you feel like uh, whatever was covering its tracks was doing it magically which is why maybe you don't have the sort of distinct pattern you were hoping to find uh, on the ground uh, yeah um, but I'll say there. I I do want to give you this because I think this is, it's more interesting for you to have it. Um, there's some impressions that you get in certain parts of the path that you follow that suggest that um, whoever or whatever made this path uh, was certainly like carrying something with them. Uh, that was maybe decently heavy. Like they were, they were supporting more than their own weight uh, on the way out. On the way out. Ooh. Yeah, it's possible that the familiar was carrying the witch out. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Alright. Alright, uh, do we have any other questions for the site while we're here, or is there anything you want to do while you're here?
you, there's no evidence of anybody or uh, necessarily anything out of the ordinary. You might see like the occasional animal, like a like a squirrel or a like a a, a bird or something like that. But you know, nothing. Oh no, a bird. Yeah, I know. Let's that was last chapter. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> nothing that necessarily like jumps out at you as like something to be concerned about. You like. If like you don't sense a hostile premise, or you don't see certainly anything unusual either. Um, wouldn't we be able to do a magic that would allow us to see what happened here, like an hour ago or something like that? Let's say observe another place or time. Yeah. Yeah. And we know, like, uh, the place and also time. Sort of. Alright. Um, uh, Clay, if you want to use magic, you can but um, the mana in the area is in like a weird sort of flux uh, state of like hyper attention. It's going to be difficult. So I think I'm going to impose a minus one on you again. Shouldn't like the hang mana density instead help him though. Uh, no, it could be maybe it's probably even more volatile than normal magic at the moment. You like it. <laughs> Alright, I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Use the luck. A three, huh? That's on use magic. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. You sure don't want to use their luck? <laughs> I'm pretty tempted. We can stand a gate a lot from this. Yeah. I mean, I would if I was rolling, but it's up to you. I wouldn't. Alright, I'll do it. I'll do it. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but kick did, so... Okay, so you're spending another luck here? Yep. Alright, sounds good. All right, it it proves to be very difficult, uh, um, but uh, you basically make your way uh, back to the scene where you think you'll get sort of the best sort of image, uh, but uh, not before you dip into your RV and get all the any of the materials that you might need for this. Um, this is par fairly difficult of a thing to do, uh, and some of the materials are a little expensive, but. Um, you could definitely do it. Uh, you think you might have enough materials on hand to maybe try this one more time at the moment um, after this attempt. Uh, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of like rare materials, uh, rare and expensive materials involved with uh, uh, seeing into space time rather than say like last uh, case where you saw into somebody's memories, which is certainly a little easier to do. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, peering through the veil of uh, the fourth dimension is very difficult to do. <laughs> um, Uh, okay, but so you basically you perch yourself onto that the the tree trunk that fell over, um, and you bas you shut your eyes. Uh, you like light some incenses and stuff, uh, and you're holding uh, magic circles in each hand, written on. Uh, on like uh actually written on like some uh, leathers that you had to uh uh die in the blood of you know you had like animal blood that you could use uh for this but like it's 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 a little messy it's a little gross and some of the stuff that you're burning is really expensive and hard to find <coughs> like if you think saffron threads are expensive for the little that you get <laughs> some of the plants that you're using here are ridiculous um just bill it to the agency. No, like this is this is like it's expensive because of how difficult it is to obtain. Um but yeah, sure. Uh you're looking to about like an hour back, I said you said. Um Yeah, let's do that. Hour. I just want to read this again. I know it says, observe another place or time. Okay. Alright, um, so you shut your eyes and you get basically like a vision. Um... And you, you basically, you see the scene basically as it lays out before you. Um, and you could see like like uh, small bursts of wind uh, you know, blowing the the branches of a tree, but it's it's going fast, almost like it's like a, you're seeing like a sort of accelerated speed of uh, the past. Um, and so for maybe like a, a couple of seconds the scene seems to be bare. Uh, but then you see, you basically see a figure, uh, and that's the best description of it I can give you, because whatever it is that you're looking at, you cannot discern. It's just like, almost as if it's like coated in a smear of black paint, and there's no distinct sort of features uh, on this thing. You see uh, just a figure. A figure al alone in this woods, but you can see what they're doing, and they, you know, they light a fire, they throw some stuff on it, they, they s arrange the stones in patterns. You see a little bit of, you see like movements, and you know, a lot of sort of nothing that, that seems out of the ordinary for you who would maybe have seen 
something of a summoning before for like uh like supernatural creatures but it's like this weird sort of how do I get how do I describe it it's like it's definitely higher level higher concept summoning magic and it's using like you would say it was sort of like a an alchemic hodgepodge of like this sort of ritual would do this very specific thing, but this sort of ritual would do this very specific thing. It's like a blend of magical arts that you would not have seen before. Um, like it's 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 sort of it's groundbreaking, but you realize like it's high level in a way, and then you just you can even see sort of in your past vision like just sort of just the way the branches shake or even like the fire roars sometimes like the entire space is being infused with like huge amounts of um of mana it, like it's uh very sort of this ridiculous sort of uh scope you see like you know things shaking and all you see is sort of this figure and even in the light of the fire you cannot see it it's just a sort of a black smear in your vision uh but you see a, this lone figure performing this right uh and there there are some distinct things that you can see you could see um you know the things they're holding are in shape but you can't see their hands it's just a black paint smear figure or like the things they bring with them uh uh you can see uh and probably some of the most distinct things that you see here specifically is um, there's a there's like a small sort of almost like a cooler like a like an you know the like the igloo brand portable mm -hmm. coolers uh, for like parties and stuff um, is sitting basically just to the side of this fire here. Uh, it's like fairly big too, uh, and every time this figure moves it, it looks like it's heavy. Um, uh, and the other, the probably the most other distinct thing, um, is that uh, there comes a point where uh, maybe from like a from like a bag uh, that they brought with them with that they pull a lot of these materials out. You see them pull out another smaller bag inside and inside it, they lift out, as far as you can tell, is a, like a living, but like a sort of either paralyzed or sleeping uh, snake. It's a snake and it's fairly long. Uh, and the figure holds it in both hands uh, and then throws it into the fire and the fire erupts into like uh this big burst uh and then from the cooler uh she lifts up the lid uh the figure pulls like a like a small little bucket out from inside it just throws water onto the fire uh and the fire dies out uh, and this witch uh, blows the smoke away with her ar arms. Uh, her? Okay. Yeah, I've been using her for, for a bit. 
<laughs> if I don't know if you heard the pronouns. We're talking about witches, so it's always her. <laughs> I don't know if you realize like how much I'm I'm screwing with you when I'm using like pronouns and stuff. Um but nah. You used there before. I was using they and then I interchanged with her a, a, a few times. I don't have you not were you not paying attention? Apparently not. Okay. Well I was this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the figure blows the smoke away with their arms. Uh, and you see sort of... Once all the smoke starts to clear and the, the fires obviously died out and stuff, uh, you see what basically just looks... Uh, what looks like a puddle. It's just like a, 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 a puddle in the earth basically where the fire was. Uh... And she just scoops it up with the bucket. And the figure dumps the bucket into the cooler. Puts the cooler lid back uh, with the bucket inside of it. Uh, Kicks around the stones and the ash that's left over and, you know, sort of scatters the scene. Throws their bag over their arms. Lifts up this cooler that seems pretty heavy for them um and then just sort of walks off the scene uh basically in the direction that you saw towards uh the parking lot and that's what you saw in your vision so is it a female figure or male figure it's a black smear it's, yeah it's a smear yeah but it's a smear with a nice s or no it's a black smear <laughs> How convenient to be a smear, huh? Yeah. Right, so it's a water snake this time. We got the wind bird, fire lizard, and water snake. Oh, there we go. Is there anything else uh, you want to do with the scene? I guess not. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'm trying to decide if I should like add a detail or two to that uh, description, actually. Yeah, actually, I'm going to do a, a, a small addition, because it's more fun when I give you things, actually. So, 
Uh, just with like two other small details uh, to the dish of the vision that you saw. Um, specifically, uh, sort of at one point, um, shortly after, you know, that fire dies out and the, you know, the, the branches in the trees settle and, you know, the, the, the wind isn't howling as much and, you know, she, um, the figure sort of looks, you can, you can't, you can't see much, but you can s see where they're facing and the sort of sudden, there's like a sudden snap in their movement like something caught their attention uh back towards uh you know that same direction towards the the parking lot and maybe maybe even beyond uh as almost as if they sensed something they either saw or heard or something or something um uh but yeah something as they were wrapping up uh certainly caught their attention uh but you it didn't seem to hurry them at all or anything like that they didn't move like any faster or with the uh any sort of extraordinary haste but they certainly seemed to have noticed a thing had happened was it us <laughs> and then you oh, al you also very specifically noticed um that uh Again, even though they're carrying this big cooler that clearly like looks heavy, you know you can see it's a smear, but you can basically see the sort of outline. Like you can see it sort of like hunching forward a little bit, as if to try to bear the weight. Like it's heavy. Whatever is in this cooler is heavy. Uh, um, and they're carrying it with both arms. Like, you have that much of a smear to see where, you know, you could see limbs and stuff. But, um, uh, whatever this thing is, it's heavy. But whatever, wherever this figure seems to move, despite all the odds, yeah, you don't seem to see any traces, uh, behind it. Like, the, you don't see foot impressions on the earth or anything like that even though it's very clearly being weighed down as it moves. And it does not move fast while it's bearing that weight either. Um, it's, you know, it's certainly heavy for them. Interesting. But yeah, even even as it left, uh, you, you can't witness uh, any trace behind it. No footprints. Certainly. Hmm. Yeah, I think I like that. That's way more interesting to give you those two things. Luck well spent. Indeed. Shame for the necessary spoilers prevention. Smear bullshit. <laughs> nah, nah, you can't witness a witch. 
Yeah, you just don't want us to witness them this soon, huh? Uh, it's not even necessarily that. I just think... It's just, like, the way that things work. Like... <laughs> I can't tell you. It's... The things that just happened are actually very interesting, and they're going to make more things that happen later very interesting. So that's all I'm going to say. Sensei. <laughs> Spoiler prevention censoring. Yeah, well... Peering into the veil of four-dimensional space is very difficult, and uh, I don't know. There's like a lot of it's the high mana density has been basically kicked around by this person that's being veiled by the smear. So of course they'd be able to prevent people from seeing into the past. Why would you care? You already saw so much. <laughs> it's maybe even it's. How do I... It might not even necessarily be a thing that she deliberately did, is the best way to put that. It's sort of just how the thing works, maybe. It's sort of maybe the essence of being a witch. We all know it's Griffin anyways. <laughs> <laughs> He became a witch to find the kid with the help of familiars, but no luck so far. Alright, uh, anything else with this scene? Not for me. Alright, because I, uh, that took a little longer than I thought, but it's interesting. But then I, it colors the hook that I wanted to end on a little differently because I think you guys know more than maybe I expected you to. But I still think my hook is fairly interesting so I do want to kind of move forward if you guys are okay with that. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, but you're, you're completely done with this scene then, right? Yes. Okay. So, uh... We'll continue on then. Um, I imagine you let Hopkins know uh, your sightings, right? Yep. And that the next that will be snake related. Okay. Sounds good. Um, in that case, um, uh, the next day, uh, September the 15th, which is a Sunday, actually passes uh, almost largely without incident. Um, you know, you told Hopkins to keep an eye out on things, uh, and uh, nothing seems to have happened. Uh, the day after that, uh, September the 16th, which is uh, a Monday, also passes almost entirely without Wait, incident. I thought the 16th was the Sunday? No, the 15th was Sunday. Okay. Yeah. If you're ever confused about the timeline, this is like actual timeline. So just go back a year. Like this is all actual dates in uh, 2019. So this is September the 15th, 2019 was a Sunday. 
September 16th, 2019 was uh, a Monday. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's been a year. We should have finished this last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're all dates in, in actual history. I, I borrowed like the actual days of the week uh, and the real-time uh, full moons according to the calendar. So like it's legit. That that much at very least I like to have lined up with the uh, the real calendar timeline. Um, okay, man, so, it is it is it has been almost a year. Like in a in a in a month, it will be a year since we started. Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. Okay. Anyways. So. What? Go ahead quickly. No, nothing. I'm just saying, like it's uh, crazy. Okay. Um. Uh, but on the evening of uh Tuesday the seventeenth, we'll say it's probably after seven o'clock, uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock ish in that air, a uh, general arena. Um, you get a call from uh Hopkins. Hey. Mm. He just says, you know, he, he he rings you up and he's like, hey, uh, are you guys, uh, like, what's your, what's your, are you guys free right now? What's your availability? Sure. Sure? What's <laughs> the availability? Just sure. Well, I... You found another dead body? Technically... Technically, he says again. Uh, honestly, I don't know what to make of this, uh, which is maybe why I'm I'm asking for your help here. Uh, if I send you this address, uh, you think you could turn up in a couple minutes? Sure. Okay. Um, yeah i I want you I, I want your opinions on some things uh, before we move forward a little bit, because I'm. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's because I'm like two in the loop now. Maybe because I'm on edge. Uh, I something doesn't sit right with me. Uh, so I was hoping to get your opinions on some things. No problem. All right. So he he sends you an address. Uh, I gotta be on the gym later to light this up, don't I? I don't want. I don't think I want to light up the name just yet. Goddamn snap! Okay. Uh. But yeah, he sends you an address. Uh for a building right here on the map. Oh shit, it's near Kirby. Yeah, He's and the witch. as you as you approach it, uh you realize that this is a this is like a more densely populated area in the town. Um there's like uh a lot of like uh there's some like row homes or whatever so like like you know houses are basically on top of each other. There's definitely a couple of uh like apartment complex style buildings and stuff. And in fact, the uh, the address that you pull up to uh, is an apartment complex. Uh, it's about like maybe four or five stories tall. 
um, something like that. It seems to have a good number, a decent number of units in it. Oh no, this one's probably only like three stories tall. Uh, has it like a decent number of units in it? It covers like a pretty good expanse of space here. Uh, and you see, uh, you see uh, Hopkins's car, not his like squad car, like his actual car uh, outside, and he's just sort of leaning up against it uh, in plain clothes, even. Uh, but he like sees you guys pull up, and he, he you know he waves you down. All right, thank you guys so much for for coming out. No problem. Is this where you live? No, this isn't where I live. This is actually um, the the site of a a young woman who recently passed. Hmm. Well, How recently? Young woman isn't necessarily. That's, this is me saying. I guess that's probably not a woman who has recently passed. Recently, how? Well. That's the thing. Uh, follow me, and you see he has like a almost like a sort of like a portfolio or like a kind of thing in his in his hands, uh, and he uh, he opens the door to the uh, the apartment complex, uh, and he heads up a couple of stairs. Uh, you guys head up to the third floor, and there's a a part of the uh, uh, like sort of down one of the halls on the third floor. You can see like a cop stationed outside of uh, uh, the door. Do and there's, uh, there's there's like a yeah, I guess it's like it's taped like high above the door, so it's not like necessarily uh, like intruding uh, too much on you know like a high and low on the door, so where like you can walk into the the apartment if you want to. Uh, you kind of just duck under and step over a little bit, and you can get through. And then there's like a cop sitting at the uh, sort of at the door, and uh, you know Hopkins passes him, gives him a wave, and the the cop waves back, or no, he's like you know like he nods back, uh, and he sees the two of you uh, step in. So you like walk through this apartment, and you walk into uh, it's sort of the apartment itself. I don't have a picture of it, but. Um, it's not terribly wide, but it goes like a decent bit deep, and you sort of follow like you, you know you walk through this like living uh, room TV area, uh, and you turn like a like a small turn into like a hall space. You know, there's like a, a kitchen basically adjacent to the living room area, separated by like a small divider. So there's like a a small kitchen area, and then further into this hall, you pass like a closet on your left hand side. What looks like the the bedroom on the right hand side, but he sends you into the door, uh, all the way into the far back. Uh, and this is the bathroom. Uh, and he goes, all right. Uh, I'll give you the details as much as I know them. Um. I'll be honest with you. This is like a this is like a weird one. Uh, I just wanted you to look at this before we release the apartment back to the you know the landlord, because uh, uh, I don't know, man. They don't they don't seem to think it's a thing. But uh, you told me to keep an eye out for weird shit, and this is kind of weird shit. So I thought I'd get your opinions before uh, we head out. And so he hands you a, a couple of photos and like a. A small sheet of paper, and he goes... Showing us literally weird shit? <laughs> no, not that... Not not weird shit, but weird shit. <laughs> he goes... Alright, uh... 
habit has me calling her a victim, but uh, the the woman involved in this incident is a, a 41-year-old uh, black uh, woman uh, by the name of uh, Sabria Sterling. Uh, let me type that real fast. Was uh, unfortunately found dead in her uh, her bathtub uh, by her by her boyfriend, a uh, gentleman by the name of King Rivers. Um, uh, honestly, um, the police had a look at it. You know, the EMTs were called and stuff like that. Uh, just sort of like, I don't know. Sort of like standard issue for like weird sort of uh, incidents uh, that happen like this. But, um, you know... It honestly, you can see by some of the photos here, and he points to like certain marks on like the tub and stuff like that. It's like, uh, I don't know what you're going on with that shit. How about you shut the fuck up? Um, uh, so he's like, all right, so there's, um, Honestly, they kind of ruled this initially as a, like a slip and fall accident. Uh, clearly, uh, our young woman, or our woman here, Sabria, uh, uh, she—it's uh, very clearly evident that she hit her head on the back of the tub here. And he shows you a couple of photos. One of them is like a blood smear sort of pattern on like the back of the tub, um, and another one is actually like the the wound uh, on the body from like the uh, the autopsy table. Like if the body was face down, uh, they took a photo of like this wound. So it's like, uh, so uh, uh, when King walked in and when ENTs uh, also rushed to the scene, it's all they saw was uh, the sort of well, woman splayed out in her own bathtub, apparently having uh, slipped and fall and hit her head on the the back of this tub. Uh, autopsy preliminary autopsy reports said that the bruising is consistent with a, a fall of this degree. Uh, you know, everything seems to be like above board so far, right? You know, she's you know she was facing the shower head. She slipped or something. Her back of her head uh, bashes against the porcelain of the tub, right? It's pretty standard issues stuff so far, correct? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, here's where it gets uh, kind of weird. Uh, and then he shows you uh, the pages of the autopsy report. Um, so they ruled uh, cause of death was not uh, like blunt force trauma to the head or anything like that, uh, but also, but actually like a shock due to dramatic loss of blood. Uh, but the you know, as you can see in the the photos here, uh, there doesn't seem to be. Uh, massive pullings of blood in the tub when we found the scene, or on the like out of the wound, or on the the surface of the porcelain tub itself. You know, good amount of blood. Sure, it was a head injury. Uh, not a, there was no uh, significant internal bleeding, anything like that, though. Uh, just seems like uh, it's almost like she bled out, but certainly not from this wound because uh, it wasn't a big enough wound. To have done that. Uh, unfortunately, it sounds like uh, 
the boyfriend king actually uh, found her much too late. Uh, we estimate that she might have even been lying in this tub for maybe even 18 hours or so by the time he came across the body. Uh, he, he decided to swing by after work because he hasn't heard from her uh, pretty much all day. Uh, and then and he comes to this tragic scene where he, he finds her uh, dead in her own bathtub. Uh, but I don't know, man. And he's, you know, he's scratching his chin. And he's like, it's not the prettiest scene, but it's certainly not the goriest either. So they, they don't seem to know where the loss of blood came from. It seems like, you know, they, they ran some volume tests on, well, you know, what they could find, uh, and seemed to have, like, uh, particularly, uh, insufficient plasma, as opposed to, like, you know, anything else, like red blood cell count or anything like that. It seemed actually fairly dense, uh, considering. Uh, I just, you know, I don't know what to make of it. It's weird, isn't it? Well, if it was just the blood loss, maybe the blood draining into the bathtub? That's what they think, but... Or, that was certainly the initial impression when they arrived at the scene. But, you know, the the medical examiner says that the, the wound on the back of the, the skull isn't consistent enough to generate that much of a blood loss. There didn't seem to be any other major apparent wounds on the body. There's no eternal bleeding, maybe a little bit of bruising, uh, you know, on like the uh, the posterior and stuff like that from the fall or whatever. Uh, but, you know, nothing, no other severe uh, injuries. And, you know, it wasn't internal bleeding and the external bleeding didn't seem to be excessive enough. Um, certainly, like, head wounds tend to bleed quite quite a bit uh but you know none of the proportions generally needed to kill a woman in this instance but you know i wanted you guys to maybe maybe get a look at the scene real fast uh they're not they're not acting upon it as anything suspicious or anything like that but so the 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 idea is that they would uh turn the the basically the property back over to uh the landlord after you know uh king settles any any estate issues so you know they can do a little extra cleaning refurbishing and then you know re-rent the apartment out uh, uh we're not we're not keeping uh hands on the scene for probably we're probably releasing the scene in the next 24 hours or so so this was maybe like the one good chance uh to get you guys to look at it if there's anything you were interested in doing here i don't know it just it just struck me as a weird, uh, and I know you guys specialize in a lot of weird. You've especially brought me a lot of weird in the last <laughs> two or so months that I've known you. So uh, I figured this was sort of up your alley more than mine. Well, the current uh, familiar might be, might have powers of the water, so maybe it make the water in the blue disappear, making it thick instead. Since you do say that the blood count, uh, the uh, the red cell count was correct, just the plasma was missing. 
Yeah, it's it. Initial reports seem to say that uh, it's specifically a sort of like a loss of plasma, uh, and there's sort of like a a weird sort of uh, there are some effects on like the, the her skin and the complexion and stuff like that. Uh, because of that come from like a, a weird sort of sense of partial dehydration even uh like they whatever was left in the body in her bloodstream has shown uh unusually high concentrations of every other part of her blood like uh platelets red blood cells white blood cell counts etc cetera, etc cetera. it's almost if, like specifically just the plasma was taken as if you know almost like a massive blood donation kind of thing Well, let's ask the experts. I mean, I've certainly never seen anything like it. I don't think you can only bleed plasma, so... Yeah, it certainly seems unusual. Um... You wanna run the mana detector? Yeah, I'll do that. Is it just Hopkins in here with us? Yeah, it's just Hopkins. Alright. Let's look at the mana detector. Uh, you don't get anything. Here, how long ago was this? Uh, Hopkins says, uh, probably about two days ago. Uh, we expect the... The incident was reported about, uh, last night. And we suspect that it was probably about 18 hours or so before her body was even discovered. So our estimated time of death is about two days ago. Okay. So it was right after the familiar was uh, summoned. So she lived alone? Yeah, uh, at present she lived alone, although her boyfriend had a key to the apartment and would frequently visit. Uh, they were still, they still weren't in a, like a moving in phase yet, uh, according to uh, King. Who names their kid King? Who names their kid Paxton? <laughs> That's at least a normal name, not a fucking royalty uh -huh. title. <laughs> He's not King James, at least. Hmm. Well, hard to say without seeing the body, at least. We still do have the, the body available uh, at the morgue, uh, if you wanted to take a look at it. Dr. Smith, do you see anything suspicious here? Um, I don't think so. I'll try putting the man detector up against the drain and... You don't get anything? Up against the pipes for the toilet, maybe? You don't get anything? Alright, it's probably been too long. Up against Hopkins, you detect mana. Oh shit, he's the witch. No, you don't detect anything <laughs> from him either. <laughs> Well, I guess we could do just go see the body then. 
sounds good, I guess. Uh, if there, but if there isn't anything you guys need here, I'll probably uh, have to okay the the release spec over to the landlord if that's all right. Is there anything else you guys want to do here while we have it? Um, Did you have any pets? No, lived alone. Uh, I, apparently, apartment policy does allow pets, but there's a there's like a premium. You need a deposit, and it increases your monthly rent. Yeah, fuck that landlord. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I might as well investigate a mystery here. Yeah, go ahead. Ten. Hold on, I just spilled a lot of on my notes that I'm not using at the moment. Okay, we're good. Alright, so hold two. Hold um, two, yep. Yeah. What is being concealed here? What is being concealed here? Damn, this is a good one. <sighs> Crime is being concealed here. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I think with the, your available tools and information all I can tell you is that uh, the both of you sort of have a, like an instinct that uh, Hopkins's own instinct that this shit is weird is legit like uh, it doesn't seem consistent like there's something about it that rings weird if you try to just wipe it away as a that's just a slip and fall accidental death. Mm -hmm. uh, but you certainly don't have any other evidence that supports basically any other sort of premise. Um, you know, you definitely have a running theory about. Uh, the next familiar being uh, snake-based. And I believe you even said it was, like, water, right? Um, yeah, he did. Was your inference there? Yeah. I mean, she was found in her shower. But, uh, that's about all you have uh, going for you there. Uh, there's probably something maybe being concealed here like the nature of what exactly happened but you just you just don't have the tools available to you to discern anymore but your 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 suspicions is that something definitely funky happened and you should probably follow up on that Just narratively speaking, I wouldn't bring you to this crime scene just because it was a slip and fall. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's meta information, though. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know. Do any of these other questions seem useful to you? 
I mean, you kind of answered what can you do? Apparently, drain your fluids. Yeah. Um. Maybe where did it go? Yeah. I was thinking that uh, I don't think we'll get anything useful out of that, but it might be the most useful out of everything that's there. Right. Um, where did it go? Uh. Down the drain. Where did it go? Um, you know, you're you're going over maybe some of like the finer details of the case real fast uh, with Hopkins, and he's you know he has the photos and everything. He says, you know, there certainly wasn't any evidence of like uh, any break-ins or anything like that. Uh, King didn't even King said he didn't notice anything odd uh, in the room either. He had to even. Uh, he even opened the door to the bathroom. It wasn't locked or anything, but, uh, you know, it was physically shut. So he, he said he opened that and found the body uh, uh, just lying in the, the bathtub. The shower was apparently still running uh, at the time. And uh, it was just sort of like, it was, you know, the the drain wasn't blocked. So there wasn't any, like, flooding or anything like that. Um, but, you know, the, sh the, the shower was still on. Uh, when he discovered the body, uh, and one of the first things he did was turn it off. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be evidence of, like, you know, uh, break-ins or anything. It doesn't seem like she even left the shower at all after sh she entered it. So, like, there's no clue, sort of, what happened here. Um, you know, we tried to ask him if he even noticed, like, sort of, maybe like a if the curtain was torn partially when she fell or whether you know uh there was like sort of water or blood splatter anywhere in the room before he attended to it uh you know there doesn't he didn't seem to notice anything although uh in a panic state generally witnesses don't but you know uh he said he you know he knelt on the 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 bath mat in front of this the the tub here uh and you know nothing he didn't seem to notice like even that it was wet or anything like that or like she she or anyone else had stepped out of the the bathtub um so it's it's it it looks like a genuine slip and fall but i don't know something rings weird about it uh but yeah uh the 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 only thing going was that the they did happen to notice that the the shower head was on and it was it this is, the bathtub was still draining. It wasn't like blocked or obscured or anything like that. So, water was running f uh, freely through. Uh, okay, and it's like uh, look at the bathtub. Is it like an open drain? There isn't like a strainer or anything. Uh, there's like there is like a strainer in the the base. Um, it's got like fairly decently uh big holes in it. Uh. You know, nothing like no, nothing like little micro beads or anything like that. Uh, it still filters like a good amount of crap, though. Uh, but no, it's not like open drain. Well, the snake could be shape shifting as well. Uh, yeah, and obviously it was uh, the shower head was on, so mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't like a a bath or anything. She was 
evidently taking a shower. For 18 hours, you must have been like a really moist. But like, were there like any, uh, you know, like when your skin gets wet for a long time? Burning? Yeah, oh, you know, like sort of puffing and... Uh, yeah, largely anything indicative of that, but, you know, uh, I don't, I'll, I'll admit this as a GM, I'm not entirely sure how, uh, a severe lack of, uh, blood plasma might interact with that, because I know your skin sort of tightening and the, the way pruning works is, uh, like a little involved with that, I think. Hmm. But yeah, nothing, nothing, the the medical examiner didn't notice anything suspect about that. It seemed pretty consistent with being under, you know, a constant spray of water for about 18 hours. No, all right. I don't think of anything else. Alright. Next step is to to check out the morgue then? Yeah. Alright. Uh I think I we we started into this one. Uh so I think we might just stop here. I have a little sure. more, but uh it's getting fairly late, so I think I should relieve the two of you. But at least we have, like, an objective for next time, too. Yep. All right, cool. Um, in that case, I guess we'll just do uh, end of session experience real fast. Yep. Where are my questions? In the book? Yeah, I know. I can't ever remember where they're at, though. Ever heard of a bookmarks? I've got, like, a five... No, one, two, three, four... I've got, like, uh, eight or nine on the spine of this thing already, or whatever. Like, I have, like, tabs with writings on them. Uh, <laughs> for, like, all the major spots that I need to keep going back to. End of session, 223. Okay, cool. It's been so long that I don't remember what the questions are. Well, whose fault is it? I mean, I know I know a lot of them, but I just wanted to make sure I was right about this. Okay. Uh, did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. Yeah, you did conclude uh, arc two. So, yeah, you are right about that. Uh, did we save someone from certain death or worse? I guess not. Nobody was in any danger. Not any immediate danger, no, <coughs> sir. Certainly. Does that count if you me? What's that? Does that count if he saves me? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, did we learn something new and important about the world? Well, yeah. We observed the ritual. Yeah, that's pretty significant, I think. Uh, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? No. 
All right, I think that's uh, just one extra experience then for the both of you. So, according to my calculations here, uh, Paxson has three ticks and uh, Clay has two for experience. Uh, yep. Alright, that's what I have at least. Oh yeah, it looks like Paxson has three on his uh, card here, so that's good. Uh, and both of you have three improvements now, I think, correct? Yes. Uh, look at you guys go. Two more till the advanced levels, or I think it is right after five. Is it the fifth improvement? Don't uh, tell me. Is it the fifth or after the fifth? After you've leveled up five times, you can you qualify for advanced improvements. Okay. Yeah, so level six uh, and forward. Oh, yeah. Do you really have four, Clay? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Because under moves, I only have one extra from the start. Even. What four? Okay, yeah, I think I only have three. I might have accidentally marked. Take another move from your own playbook. No, I don't know. You might be right. You have a haven option, right? Um, yes, an additional one. And you have uh, two moves from your book now, right? All fits together and the new one. Um, all fits together is from another playbook. Oh, okay, then yeah, I think so. Uh, the, so then it, it wasn't as well, bad as it looked. Well, it is three, then. Okay, yeah, no, we're good. It's, just, it's correctly marking the sheet as well, no? It wasn't like a second ago. Yeah, I, I had a second take another move from your own playbook marked. Oh, because I marked you before. Oh. The, take another move. Oh, okay, so you did that? Okay. Yeah, so that, that's why I was surprised, because I see three right now, so we probably... Fix it before I open it again. Yeah, I was about to mark the other one. Since I didn't know that you already got it. Okay. Yeah. You, cu you caught up this adventure by failing so much. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's not the combat type. He felt the big magic and almost died because, you know, failed too. Yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> uh, that could have been bad. I don't think it was going to be like uh, awful, 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 awful. But I have to make it hurt. You need to prevent us from doing clever stuff again, huh? It, it's the the book even specifically says like uh, you should uh, harshly penalize people for using magic, so they realize that the risks uh, that are involved. Not with the heap of luck we have in storage. Uh, I mean, you can save yourself a little bit here and there, but uh, you already have like some glitches that kind of have worked against you. I mean... It's, uh, it's all good. 
Packing up all my notes here. I'm gonna have to actually spend some time and reorganize my Bible here, though, because it's like right. a lot of half-written notes from like a lot of different things. All right, should I stop recording? Yeah, I think we're good to go.